Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And also check us out on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you are smashing that like button smash the subscribe as well as we'll be on facebook and youtube throughout today's show if you have any questions for our players on the players lounge you can type them in there we got rajay harris joining us later on in the show as well as xavier smith miles berry ryan jones jeremy lewis isaiah winstead so uh, we'll be talking to all those guys and the quarterback holt nailers in just a moment shirley rhodes is here the chan man troy d what's up troy good to see you clip how are you fantastic and uh coming off the pirate w so let's yeah. talk about it with the qb on the pit electric live line holden aylers he joins us today on the delcor players lounge holden how you doing man what's up guys thanks for having me absolutely i know it's got to feel good to get that first win of the season under your belt uh how's the team responded now uh, with a nice bounce back here yeah really well uh it was like you said it was good to get our our first win under our belt and, and you know unfortunately game one didn't go our way but uh you know, we, we took care of business game two and hopefully we can stack some wins together now and get this thing rolling holding looking at the uh game from saturday you know whether it was a just a complete wet mess uh but it didn't seem to really affect you or the offense that much i mean uh you guys kind of still did your thing was the weather a factor in your opinion as far as what you're you're able to do production wise Honestly, not too much. You know, I mean, it could have been a lot worse than it was. And our, our equipment staff did a really good job of switching out towels, switching out the balls, almost every play pretty much, and the rest did a good job of letting us do that. So um could have been a lot worse. I mean, when we first got there, they canceled the pirate walk, and, I mean, it was a, a downpour. So, I, you know, in my mind as a quarterback, you're like, you know, oh, crap and all that. But then once we got out there, I mean, the most it was is drizzling towards the end of the game, and by that point we were up. So, I mean, the weather kind of worked out good for us. Holden, uh, I got some stats I want to read to you. Get your thoughts on them. First of all, after a game, do you do you look at them? Are there any stats in particular you go back and look at after a performance? I mean, turnovers are always something that I don't really have to even look go back and look at. I'll know pretty early on, and that's our goal is to not have any turnovers. Um, Mission accomplished there. Two nothing in the turnover department the other night. Yeah, which was huge for us. And then, I mean, I look at my completion percentage before doing the media and just little stuff like that. How many rushing yards we had, but. Other than that, I mean, as long as we win, I don't really care other than, you know, the turnover mark. Baylor's 25 of 39, 270, two touchdowns. As he mentioned, no interceptions. How about these numbers, Holden? First of all, plays ran, and, and a lot of these, this goes hand-in-hand. Hand. It's complimentary football. You give kudos to the defense and offense for these. But plays ran. You guys ran 86 plays the other night. ODU only ran 44. First downs, the Pirates had 30. Old Dominion had 12. Time of possession holding about 41 minutes to 19 minutes. I mean, just crazy numbers there. Yeah, that's big. And the defense did a really good job of getting three and out with them. And then we, you know, we stayed on the field. I mean, our first drive was, was 16 plays. And then they had 18 plays in the whole first half. Um, so it was really good for us to, to stay on the field and, uh, you know, put some drives together. And the defense did a really great job of getting some three and outs and letting us get the ball back. And, and Clip, I don't have the stat sheet in front of me, but very few penalties for ECU in this game. I uh, don't remember many at all. 
so i thought they you know really cleaned up a lot of that stuff too i don't know if you have the exact number but uh i didn't remember many did you uh ecu had yeah i don't have it in front of me great uh two week one i do remember that i think they had a yep. few more in this one but okay yeah but although i will say that has not seemed to be a problem so far you know with this team yeah not at all i mean we're, we're a disciplined football team an older football team that knows that penalties can win or lose you a game so uh i mean it just shows that kind of like our discipline in the you know culture that coach houston set looks like ecu had seven penalties uh the other night compared to nine for old dominion so there you go uh one other number holding the defense did a phenomenal job on third down they did it all last year did it against nc state one of nine was old dominion you guys 10 of 19 on third down how's that number for you do you have a goal in mind going into games about your your third down conversions yeah i mean we just obviously want to get every single one uh last year that was a a vocal point in our um team and really a weakness of our team was third down and red zone so that's something we really focused on this off season um so just super proud of the guys we just got to keep going out there and producing on third down and then we don't get on third down, get it on fourth down. And that's one thing that I like about Coach Houston and Coach K is they're not afraid to go for it. I mean, those situations that were – I mean, we were fourth and eight, you know, in the red zone, and we were still going for it. So that just shows their belief in the system and the belief in us. And, um, you know, I think we were, were two for three on fourth down on Saturday. So just continue to have good percentages there. I mean, that's a, a winning formula. All right, got uh, Campbell on the clock, Holden, as uh, they roll into Greenville. Another night game. The good news with this one, it looks like it's going to be uh, really nice weather compared to last weekend. Uh, low of 59 degrees Saturday, high of in around the low 80s. So should be ideal around kickoff. And I thought the fans that showed up, by the way, great job by the Pirate Nation. I was really worried about what the crowd would be like. And obviously the weather was a factor, but uh, a lot more people there than I had probably anticipated and definitely a loud crowd that was there. So kudos to the fans. Hopefully uh, they'll be back Saturday inside Dowdy Flicken Stadium for another fun night game. But your expectations going into this game against the Campbell Camels. Yeah, I mean, they're a good football team. The, the more I watch them, the more I realize that they those players have played a lot of football. I mean, they got a lot of fourth, fifth-year, and sixth-year guys. And, I mean, I think they're ranked in the FCS. I mean, they're a good football team, and uh, we can't sleep on anyone. You know, our, our mission every single week is to go 1-0, and and that's what we're going to focus on. Helton, what was the uh, the post-game like Saturday night with uh, Harold Varner III? How much fun was it having him in the uh, locker room with you guys? He's awesome. He, he's always a, a good time, especially when it comes to the games. And he's became a – you know, a good supporter of the program and a good friend of mine over the years. And it's just to have his support is pretty special. Great ambassador of the Pirate Nation, uh, Harold Varner III, no doubt about it. Proud of uh, his success. Uh, Holton, how are you doing physically? I know uh, we always ask that question every week, a little banged up. But, uh, how you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you doing? I'm probably not going to give you a number right now, Troy. But, uh, I mean, I'm in the training room and I'll be all right. Um, I mean, that's just kind of kind of how it is during football is you, you stay in the training room and you're your body starts feeling good about Friday and you play Saturday and then you, you restart and start from ground zero again. And um, It's nothing different here. And uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be all right. Just got to keep staying in the training room and staying as healthy as possible. He told us about that cycle last week. If we had this conversation on Friday instead of Monday, the answer might be a little better. But yeah. Uh, yeah. it gets better as the week goes along. Holden, a uh, huge weekend for the Sun Belt. I know you're a football fan and you, you probably follow scores and, and highlights and things like that. But Appalachian State knocking off Texas A&M. Marshall 
winning at Notre Dame. Uh, and I think there was one Georgia Southern went to Nebraska yeah. and won. And of Kill course, Scott Frost there. Yeah, he's out now. Old Dominion, a member of that conference. So I don't know if you think about this when you win these, but it, it just shows you that craziness happens all over the country in college football. It happened to be in one conference this past weekend. And, you know, luckily, and you put in the hard work, but you're not one of these teams. So uh, that's got to feel good to uh, to not be making those kind of headlines today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's a really good conference. And, I mean, they're a conference, uh, one of the top, you know, G5 conferences out there. And, I mean, I think they go hand-in-hand with us in a lot of a lot of categories. So uh, it, was, it was good to be on the winning hand of that. Well, Holden, I know you're uh, pressed for time today. It is your day off, but as you said, you're getting a lot of treatment. So we're going to let you go ahead and get back to that and uh, get, get healed up the best you can. And we look forward to seeing you out there uh, Saturday night. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. I'll talk to y'all soon. Holden, uh, before you, one quick question from Craig on Facebook Live. All right. What is the band Holton wears on his right upper arm? The Are you talking about the brace? I don't know what Craig's okay. talking about. He might be talking about the brace. The brace is just something um, for my shoulder, just to keep my shoulder intact and uh, for me to play healthy. But then the on the right side, I wear uh, like tape on my wrist so the, so like the sweat doesn't go down and get my hands wet. So there you go. Two answers to stuff on my right hand. Yep. Gotcha. Thank you. Any uh, any pregame rituals that you do every time before a game? That's like kind of tradition for you. Um, yeah, I get out there early and just pray on the field um, right near right in the end zone just for for good health and. Uh, for God to get the glory and other that, then just let the rest take care of itself. Holden, thanks right. for joining us, man. Good luck uh, this Saturday. We'll talk to you again next Monday. Yeah, appreciate you. See you all. All right, thanks, man. Holden Naylor's on the Delcor Players Lounge. Delcor, the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for residential and business for businesses for over five decades. You can call them 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com. As I mentioned, it is a victory Monday. Holt Naylor's leading the Pirates to victory. The Washington Commanders are 1-0 after knocking off the Jaguars. Huge upset in a mud pit in Chicago. Clip, I don't know what to do with ourselves. Well, I, I was We're, wrong. I'll eat crow. Dub uh, Bears knocking yeah. off the 49ers. All I said is don't bet against them in week one with a new regime. You were I right. I kind of felt good about it. I said, let's see where this thing goes. And there's still a lot of football to be played. But, man, isn't it nice to sit here today? Both our, our college teams, our pro teams are victorious. Shirley Rhodes, Miami Dolphins knocking off the – rival new england patriots yeah. they start one and oh yeah cj schaefer his pittsburgh steelers win a wild one oh, against the cincinnati game. Bengals, just yeah. winning all over the place and then Ch- chandler has a team oh did they play i didn't you know i oh oh they did play i left at halftime i didn't get a chance to see the end what happened with the panthers how did that turn out chandler <laughs> Victory Monday. Where are you at? You snatched defeat out of the jaws I'm of here. victory. I'm here on a Victory Monday, baby. Pirates win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one hurt yesterday, How about guys? so many missed field goals all year, all week, all day yesterday, and then that dude for the Browns hits, what, a 58-yard a 58-yard field goal. I yeah. had Might have been the good utmost confidence that he was going to miss. Yeah. I had the utmost confidence we, he was going to miss And that he crushed it. And he nailed it. Yeah. But at, off the off the toe, it looked like he was going to push it right. And sure enough, it was like a curveball. It curved right back in between the uprights. And Panthers go down. Susan Deans uh, has hashtag Fire Matt Rule in the chat. And also, I saw uh, on Twitter, she went to yeah. the game 
and had a fire mat rule sign oh in God. bank of america oh, you gotta got admire for a dedication yeah. she's been on that bandwagon for a while and is willing to take it all the way to charlotte um my son was tyler was like yesterday he's like dad these games are so wild these finishes this has got to be scripted yeah, like, there's no way, way. There, he goes, there's no way this is real this is this almost feels like a wrestling scripted deal i said well there are some people that think that about the nfl and so, even if it is i'm still in on yeah. it it's so entertaining oh, it's, yeah it, look and it feels fake sometimes you watch when wrestling you're watching and it. you know it's scripted it's yeah. entertainment you know a lot of people go to movies uh girls read books that are scripted uh you know about some uh, boys read books well, i meant like i was talking about what is that uh, 50 shades gray you know that's scripted it's yeah, not it's not real or live um but my point is i agree with you clip even if it was scripted great entertainment and guess what they've uh got a script for tonight right here on pirate radio it'll be the broncos and the seahawks russell wilson returning to seattle so there's another script to be written speaking yeah. of which troy oh, yeah. Yeah, and speaking of our nfl coverage mm-hmm. awesome to have the nfl back here on pirate radio westwood one's coverage and we had thursday night football bills blowing out the rams triple header yesterday tonight we got russell wilson taking on his former team the seattle seahawks and we'll have thursday night sunday triple header monday night all throughout the season right here on pirate radio but uh you showed me something cool before the show today yeah so we've uh we've been a westwood one affiliate with the nfl since we started pirate radio and as we've kind of made a you've mentioned before that this is our 20th season of football really you know for ecu coverage but it is also our 20th year covering high school football it's also our 20th season covering nfl and carrying the nfl and being a partner with Westwood One. And what that means is we have, you know, basically three games every Sunday, the one o'clock game, a four o'clock game, Sunday night football. And then we have Monday night football. And then we have Thursday night football. We're exclusive home with the NFL playoffs. And we have the audio of the Super Bowl live. So uh, it's been a great partnership with us and Westwood One. And um, one of my guys that works with the company at Westwood One said, um, um, sent me a text message he said hey man before the weekend i need you to check your email that's important i was like well okay i better make sure everything's ready for this weekend so week one yeah yeah it had a uh it had an mp3 attached i was like all right i better let me see what this is maybe it's a promo we need to get on or some type of announcement or something so i played it had no idea what it was i'm gonna play it for you guys and this uh let me hopefully this will translate and uh, let me see if i get the volume up uh hold on one second all right here we go Hey, Troy Dreyfus, this is Kevin Harlan with Westwood One. I wanted to say congratulations and a big thank you to you and the staff at Pirate Radio for being an NFL affiliate on Westwood One for 20 seasons. We could not do this without your support, and I just wanted to recognize that. I hope that East Carolina Pirate football is as good as ever this year, and they can get on a roll and make some great memories as well. Thank you again from all of us at Westwood One, and let's go for another 20 years. That's pretty cool. So let me. Uh, Kevin Harlan, the legend. One time. I don't know, how awesome is that? Like, Wait, what are well, you hitting? I was trying to just him something. saying your name. Troy Dreyfus. I want to say congratulations and a big thank you to you and Mr. the big voice. Pirate Radio. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean he has a big voice. He does what I'm saying. But that's not. Mr. No, it's not Mr. Big Voice. But he's Mr. Big Play-by-Play Voice. All right, we heard it. All right, there we go. Kevin Harlan, the all-time legend. I got nervous when you first played that for me because we play a lot of his clips talking about streakers. Right. And I was nervous as to why he was And there he goes. He's on the field with no clothes. Is on Dowdy Ficklin Stadium (laughs) turf. Somebody tackle that man. 
I mean, you want to talk about iconic voices? He uh, might be more known too for you know NBA playoffs and those yeah. high, uh, you know NCAA tournament. But uh, does an awesome job uh, NFL and the radio here on uh, Westwood One. So very nice of them to send that and uh, for him to take some time out of his day to record it. We appreciate uh, him and, and our partnership with Westwood. Great stuff. So uh, yeah, great uh, Sunday of NFL and uh, a fantastic Saturday as well. The Chan Man and I uh, went to the game. That was the first game I went to. I don't know when the last time I saw a game. The last time I went to the stadium uh, was the day of the lightning delay. Yeah. I guess A&T, they bring got me pushed my mon- back to the next day. The bring me my money game. That's right. And uh, yeah. I, I hadn't been back since. Uh, and I saw, you know, I, well, I was talking to you in the pregame show, and I didn't want to even bring this up because I was looking at my radar, and I was looking at the forecast. And it had lightning bolts all at 6, 7, 8 o'clock. I'm like, oh, God, clip's going to come, and this is going to be delayed. This is going to be another pushed back to Sunday game. Like, I just had a bad feeling about oh, this. NFL week one. <laughs> I was like, in I, here? I was like, here here he is. He hasn't been here in years. He, come, down. he comes back to a lightning game. Oh, but my Thank goodness. God the lightning held off and it was just rain. And while we were there, there was some mist. And, of course, we left early to get back here for the fifth quarter. And I think right when we bolted, it started raining pretty good yeah. late in the game. And, Second look, half. I don't. here's my deal. Uh, you know me. I'm not a fan of the cold. I can't deal with the cold. But it was warm. It wasn't yeah. a bat. it wasn't cold out. I stayed through to the very end, got soaked in the rain, and I commend all the, the lot of fans that were there. I, as I said, I thought it was a lot more than I ever anticipated. Uh, but it's okay. I'm okay with a warm rain. It's the cold rain. I can't handle the cold. Cold, I've, I got to cash out. But if it's warm, I'm sticking with it. It was a festive crowd. It was a spicy crowd, fun to be a part yep. of, and uh, had a hot fifth quarter as well. Lines were locked and loaded for once again, just like last week, uh, about two and a half, three hours. So we were yep. rolling late into the night on the fifth quarter. And sometimes once you're wet, Clip, you're already wet. You know, so what difference? You might as well just stay out there and enjoy it. All right. You know, I agree. Yeah, just the psychology of you know, got to talk yourself through it. Talk right. your, yeah. Well, and the uh, no, I will say the concession lines were fixed. Yeah, mostly because uh, it wasn't hot, so people weren't starving for water. So Chandler and there and were I, fewer people there, but uh, no lines at the concessions, for what I could tell. We went undercover, boss. Uh, we while we were walking in, East Carolina was on their first drive. Uh, we walked up, got in right away. They didn't scan our ticket. Some guy just looked at it. Yeah, and we walked through. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Chandler you, you went to get him a, a cold snack, as Bryce Williams would say. A cold snack. How was the line there, Chandler? Were you uh, were you able to? No, nobody was in line. All right, great. When I got there, there were two people in the beer line. Yep, walked up there, got my beer, paid for it, and I was and I met you right there at the stairs. No usher checked uh, us when we went up, so we just went up. We went in our assigned seat, sat yep. my butt on uh, seat ten where I was supposed to be. No problem at all. No issue. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's how it should be. I think we're good. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Problem now, solved. Now <laughs> we fixed the glitch. Now you get fifty-one in there again. Could be some yeah. problems, but uh. So it, it is family weekend this weekend. I understand. Is Brian so, Kelly gonna be here? It's fam- family. Family weekend. I hope uh, Brian's here. That'd be it's, great to have he, him here. He'd probably rather be here at this purple and gold than his purple and gold. He might family. be looking at a job. Uh, here. Yeah. See if he can be an he, assistant. Um, I'm here for family weekend. <laughs> I've always loved barbecue and hush puppies. Oh, man. It right in. Yeah. One and, hell of a spot. And a pig picking. <laughs> what kind of fake stuff would he say if he was <laughs> over here? Uh, speaking of which, Parker's was awesome on Saturday. Oh, Thanks thank you Parker's to Parker's. Barbecue. Yeah, great partners with us. us. Yeah, and uh, you'll get it again this week. It hit awesome. the spot as soon as we got back from the 
the game too yeah i was trying to leave earlier but chandler said let's hold on i said i'm ready for i almost park. came back here afterwards just to kind of take out empty out the truck with all the tailgate you know some of the supplies and just see if there were any remnants left over that i could pick over but i was like ah, no nah, i won't bother you guys so i didn't well we had uh yeah did we, you have we, enough yeah yeah we took Damn, care of it come though. all right I'm doing it next time. There's no crumbs left anymore. But uh, yeah. yeah, I heard uh, only one complaint. Oh uh, yeah, Willie, Willie Willy Beaver had a complaint. Yeah, no, there was not a uh, a banana pudding. Where's old, my nana pudding for old Billy? But I gotta tell you, I will say this in his defense: the banana pudding at Parker's is excellent. Like it's just the right size. It's in the perfect container, and it's like it's not it's thick it's like it's just a great consistency plenty of wafers in it. a lot of times banana puddings too puddingy pudding you know what i'm saying too much pudding too much pudding pudding <laughs> is that a word it's puddingy you know sure. what i'm saying yeah i like it more wafery okay yeah and right. theirs has good wafers in it they're like fresh i think it's a great ratio yes it's just like where i'm just what i'm trying to say it's fantastic there you go yeah, parkersbbq.com yeah. all right i'll try and get you guys some this weekend yeah please do yeah just put, to uh, uh i'll put the order in for y'all billy's so. a bit of a diva and we need him to uh to be in good spirits late yeah. saturday night because it's another six o'clock kickoff and it was announced earlier today that east carolina navy coming up not this saturday but the following saturday will also be a six o'clock kickoff look you know me clip uh young troy d lived for night games but i know i'm getting a little bit older when i'm like damn three back-to-back night games yeah and that's even a a little much for me everybody's got their preference i'm at the point where i'll take all the nooners i can get bring on the nooners i want to be up early i want to be I want to get home and still be able to watch football. Yeah. So everybody, some people like three thirty. Some people understand. Probably like the six. O'clock. We get home like around midnight when you're doing this stuff. Yeah. You know. But uh, yeah, it's it takes a toll, man. Especially doing what we do. You know. You know. It's a full day. So that'll be uh, six o'clock September twenty fourth, and that will be on ESPN Plus East Carolina conference opener against the navy midshipmen and we've already got some other night games already on the docket this year we got the uh, friday nighters coming up yeah we got byu's a friday night game on espn2 you got cincinnati is going to be i believe also uh friday, friday night game on espn2 both eight o'clock yes yeah, so those are even late you know those will make the six o'clocks look like nothing yeah yeah gonna need a nap that day uh i'll take it if i get a saturday off the next day that's to watch true college football that is a good point that is a trade-off that's, I'm that's kind of already it. a work day force anyway so it's kind of a bonus uh freebie I almost a, almost an open date weekend if you would i'll take it and run with it yeah. baby. all right uh we'll get a break in we'll come back rajay harris set to join us chandler and i met pops on saturday night rajay's dad oh really came up oh, and yeah. talked to us at the game my guy my guy my guy <laughs> my guy's my, guy. my guy's guy. My guy. Uh, Clip has been invited to the next family gathering. That is not true, but I feel like I kind of am. Yeah. He didn't say it, but he kind of said it, you know? But he came up. He said, hey, Clip. He said, uh, I'm Rajay's dad, and He's... I appreciate what you do on Monday. Awesome. Could be tuned in right now. So. Well, hey, look, Rajay's such a nice guy. That's what sure I told him. That's probably where he got it from. I said, nice uh, guy. He did a great guy. job. Yeah. He hey, my guy, him. you did a great job with your guy, my guy. My guy. <laughs> my guy. Uh, but no, he was cool. And uh, we'll talk to Rajay about it. Chandler and I waited to see if East Carolina would score. 
and before we left. Yeah. And sure enough, it was Rajay that scored. Yeah. I, well, I told him, I said, all right, this would be perfect. If Rajay scores, it's an awesome outro. We just turn to his dad, point at him, and we leave. And that's exactly the, and, what we did. And they each got one. So Rajay got one and then get gone. Deuce got one. Rajay got two. How yeah, that's right. At home? Clip, yeah. how was it meeting Rajay's dad? It was, oh, it was the dream come true, my guy. My guy. You set me up. I had to figure out where you were going, and I got it. Take a time out. Rajay joins us after these words. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a victory Monday. Clip Rock, Troy D, Chan Man, Shirley Rhodes, Big Dog, the whole crew here as we go inside the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday. Talked to Holt Nailers a moment ago. Got a lot of players to get to. Got to get to Rajay Harris right now. East Carolina running back found the end zone twice on Saturday. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Rajay, how you doing today? I'm great, my guy. How y'all doing? Fantastic. And Rajay, uh, I went to the game the other night, Chandler and I, and we had a, a gentleman come up behind us, and he said, hey, Clip, and I turned around. It was your father, and uh, he said he enjoys the show, enjoys the interviews, and uh, it was really nice to meet him. And I was ready to leave and come back for the post game, but Chandler said, hey, let's wait to see if they score. So that was the possession where you uh, caught the shovel pass and scored. So we kind of turned around, pointed at your dad, had a moment there, and uh, it was really neat. But uh, you had some support in the stands uh, the other night. Yeah, man. I don't think he ever missed a football game since I've been playing. That's the guy right there. He, um, he actually bought his tickets the other day for BYU. Oh, Dude, all right. Making that trip awesome. out there. That's you think awesome. he's tuned in right now, Roger? Uh, he, he might be. <laughs> well, we'd just like to say thank you for listening, Mr. Harris. Appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, Rajay's talked about he was a heck of a football player like yourself, right? Oh, yeah. That was a goat right there. That was a goat. <laughs> so three touchdowns in two games, and you, you got the ball. Uh, you got running a little bit the other night, Rajay. You couldn't really bust loose against NC State. How did it feel to, to get that ground game going the other night? Uh, big shout-out to them big boys up front. You know, man, they just been working so hard in practice and, you know, Practice make perfect, you know, so, you know, you do, you work hard at practice, you don't show on game day. So that's just exactly what they've been doing. And Mike Houston talked after the game really about the one-two punch between you and Keaton, you know, between you guys together. It is a dangerous dynamic duo, and I know, uh, you know, you're both getting it done now. Yes, sir, that's my guy right there. You know, that you just talk about somebody that kind of practice and work every day. Uh, you know, Keaton comes with the, the right attitude. You know, the right leadership every day. He just busts his tail. And uh, like I said, it's going to show in game day if you do that practice. And on your 15-yard run, you could have gone 81 if you needed to, right? I mean, you were you were cruising. <laughs> yes, sir. I could have been gone. Yes, sir. There was a drive there where uh, they really got you going and you were popping off four, five, six yards of carry. And uh, I do have one complaint there, Rajay. What happened with the drop? You got to catch that ball, right? 
<laughs> yeah, me and, me and Hope went on the same page, but I told him after the play, it was on me. You know, I still got to catch it. It touched my hand, so I still got to catch it. It was wet. You say it was too wet. <laughs> oh, nah. It was, it, was, it was on me, man. It was on me. <laughs> 39 to 21 victory over Old Dominion. Getting that first win of the year. You get to celebrate uh, in the locker room. Had a special guest in there, right? Harold Varner III. You ever uh, you pe- ever pick up a golf club, Raja? I've never. Never. And I don't think I will, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Those guys make a lot of money, man. Yeah, man. I don't think I can do it. It's just like baseball for me. I tried it. I don't think I can do it. So, all right. <laughs> I will say, told Harold he's not only on the live tour; he's on the live and large tour now with the uh, right? guaranteed money he's got. It's awesome. He's making quite a we're, bit. We're going to look for the HV three indoor football complex soon. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm ready for that announcement any day now. Uh, so, Rajay, what's the difference? Uh, I, I love the attitude y'all had last week, despite the loss. You know, you got to bounce back. You got to be ready to go on Sunday at practice. What was the mood like yesterday coming off a win at Sunday practice? How'd it feel out there? I feel like everybody was still having that, that mindset. They were still hungry, but that wasn't enough. Uh, we left a lot of plays out there on the field, um, as y'all can see, you know, watching the game. But, um, you know, everybody's just hungry. You know, we, we don't care who we play. Uh, we just want to get out there and get the job done. And, you know, we have fans that come in the rain, sleep, the snow, sunshine. It's just that's big for us. You know, that just keeps us keeps us going and keeps us rolling. Raj, forecast looks good for this Saturday. Another night game, six o'clock. You got Campbell rolling into town. What do you know about those guys? Um, I don't really know too much about their defense. Uh, Coach Houston was saying they had a very great quarterback, like a very good quarterback that can, you know, that can run the ball, can throw the ball. They just, you know, remind him of Lamar Jackson. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a good game this week. You know, uh, you know, it's good coaching staff over there. Um, I know some friends that play for Campbell, so I just know how they're they're coach. I know how they play. So it's going to be a good game, man. Raj, just the ECU team has been one that's really kind of come strong in the second half and uh, has really performed well in each second half so far this season. How much of that is is adjustments at halftime? How much of it is the the conditioning that you guys have done? What what are the factors that you point to as why the second half has been so strong for this ECU football team? Well, you know, we try to go out there and beat them, you know, the first the first couple, you know, quarters. But, you know, uh, we worked so hard this offseason, man, just the last four quarters. You know, big shout out to Big John, man. We're able to, to go out there all four quarters with 100% effort. But, uh, you know, we, the last two teams that we played, I don't I don't really think they could, they, they could hang with us in the fourth quarter due to the conditioning, the workouts and stuff, the mentality that we bring to the table. And it's just it's just paying off each game. You know, you seen the last game, ODU, fourth quarter, second half, we got rolling. You know, you, you wish you could have got rolling first half, um, like the second half, but you know, we got rolling second half and good things happen. Roger Harris joining us, Delcor Players Lounge. Roger, I remember Troy asked you last week what the talking was like on the field with NC State. You said that their defense wasn't talking that much. I was told that um old Dominion was doing some talking. In fact, one of the players talked to Mike Houston before the game and told him, you know, you don't know me, but you're going to know me after this game and all that stuff. So, I don't know. How about their defense? Was there any talking going on on the field out there? It was. It was. But, um, you know, I told myself before the season started I wasn't going to get into all that. So, I really don't be trying to get into all the arguments. But, uh, yeah, it was a player. It was probably, like, just one player in particular that was just doing them 
the most talking on defense. Uh, but, you know, we just came out there and played ball. We didn't really worry about him. Um, he was pushing people, refs didn't see it, of course. But, you know, we just just played ball out there. Yeah, I did we see, too. There was, a, there was a couple of occasions, two or three, where guys would get into it after a play, and you'd kind of see – uh, I don't want to call it a punch, but like a, a hand to the face mask, and the refs never called it. And yeah. uh, I'll say kudos to you guys for not getting involved in that stuff because that's easy to to kind of lose it in that situation, you know. Definitely. Uh, before the game, Coach Houston told us that that was going to be one of them type games that you know they had people on their team that you know fire off and you know talk and throw punches and stuff like that. Just keep your composure and just play the game. You know, we can beat them. By playing a game, we don't have to beat them with, you know, anger, emotion, and all that. Raj, I know uh, Mondays are your day off. This is obviously sometimes a, a big treatment day if you need it. Uh, running back's a position that gets banged up a lot. How, how are you doing physically this week? How are things uh, feeling for you? Um, I actually just left the training room like two minutes before I called. Uh, but I've been in training three times today. I'm uh, just trying to get my body back right. Uh, I'm not too banged up. You know, it was just the second game of the season. After playing two great football teams, but, you know, I'm just – I'm big on taking care of my body. I've been big since high school, taking care of my body. So, uh, you know, I'll last. I'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Rajay got 16 carries on Saturday, had four catches, so that's 20 uh, touches there. And uh, 261 rushing yards for East Carolina. How about the uh, the young kid, Marlon Gunn, coming in at the end, Rajay? About got in the end zone uh, on his uh, 43-yard carry. Yeah, man, I told y'all, man, he, he's been working. He's been working his butt off, man. Uh, you know, coming here Sunday to watch him, um, he just looked good. He looked calm. He didn't look, you know, scared, nervous. He just went out there and played the snap like he'd been playing. You know, and it's that's good to see as an older cat looking down at the younger guys, just seeing them go out there and just be themselves. Man. Just, it was one of the moments, man, and I was very happy for him. Rajay Harris joining us here today. Delcor Players Lounge. Rajay, we'll uh, let you get back to treatment. Have a good week of practice, man, and we'll catch up with you next Monday here on uh, Pirate Radio Live. Yes, sir. Sounds good. I appreciate y'all. All right. Thanks, Raj. Appreciate Ra- it. Rajay Harris joining us today, seeing video of his shovel pass touchdown there troy d big day for him a couple of touchdowns keaton mitchell had the 81 yarder and uh found the end zone a couple times so uh east carolina's playmakers i'll tell you what isaiah winstead has yet to find the end zone but six catches week one five for 89 week two he's been awesome and jalen johnson uh another transfer wide receiver nine for 93 on saturday these uh these impact receivers that they have brought in via the transfer portal have uh, done a great job through two weeks, Troy. A lot of weapons, and uh, also, as you've heard a lot of players talk about it during the, the season already, kind of the unsung heroes, the trainers of this team. Mm-hmm. You, you know, a lot, most fans don't see that. You know, they're just on the sideline, and if unless someone gets hurt, then you might see someone go in a tent. But uh, during the week, they'll constantly kind of bandaging up and working and, and massage and do whatever they got to do to help these guys stay healthy. And uh, a lot of that, that training room gets a workout this time of year, Clip. No doubt, especially with these uh, these running backs like Rajay Harris getting all these touches on game day. All right, we'll uh, take another time out. When we return, we'll talk to Xavier Smith, another solid defensive effort for East Carolina on Saturday. When uh, We'll see what X has to say about and it. And I will exit stage left. I will leave you uh, in the capable hands of Clip Rock and the team here. And I will see you Thursday All right, at th- 3. Thursday, 3 o'clock. Yep. 
Sounds good, Troy D. Thanks for hanging out. Absolutely. Bear down, and uh, we'll see you later this week. Yes, we'll discuss that more Thursday. (laughs) All right. We'll uh, take a timeout, come back. Xavier Smith joins us as we continue on the Delcor Players Lounge after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Victory Monday. We're inside the Delcor Players Lounge. You got Miles Berry, Ryan Jones, Jeremy Lewis, Isaiah Winstead later on in the program. Already talked to Holt Naylor's Rajay Harris. Let's uh, talk to a member of the defense for the Pirates who had another solid performance on Saturday. Xavier Smith joining us today, the always fashionable Xavier Smith. Xavier, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. I was looking at the stats because I was going to bring them up with you and Miles and saw that uh, Miles had two tackles. You had three, credited for three. I was like, those numbers sound low. And then I looked at it and figured out why. Old Dominion only ran 44 plays. Yeah. And y'all got off the field so fast, you just weren't out there a whole lot. Yeah. So I, did you feel like while you were in that game, like, man, I've been on the sideline a lot tonight. The time um, of possession was 41-19. to 19. Yeah, I mean, for sure, when the offense was out there, I was sitting on the, the sideline for a while. I'm like, dang, I had to keep getting up, getting on the bike. That way I could stay uh, warm and ready to go. But, you know, it was a dominant performance. So, uh it was a great feeling. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. One you know. for nine on third down was ODU. You like that number, I'm yeah, sure. Love that number. And uh, turnovers, two nothing. Uh, East Carolina, no turnovers. You guys turned them over twice. So there's always something to fix. Yeah. So we're talking about all the good stuff. What did uh, Coach Harrell and you guys talk about as far as fixable issues from that game? Uh, I mean, what changed this year is that the players actually know what we could have did better as soon as it happened. Uh so the coaches just reinforce what like some of the things we already know and then obviously they point out like fundamentals things we could clean up and be better on but you know for the most part I think uh, defensively well together as a team I think we had a good performance um, defensively in specifics I feel like there's a couple of drives we could have cleaned up we gave them uh, some freebies here and there so if we want to be the defense you know we we clearly show we can be we just got to clean up the little things and you know, stay on them for four quarters. One time you do have to get up and be ready to get back on the field is when Keith Mitchell runs for 81 yards on a one play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, there was two one-play scoring drives for East Carolina, so that's almost like a sudden change. Boom, yeah. you're right back on the field. But, man, what's it like uh, watching that offense go to work? A lot of rushing yards for the team on Saturday. I mean, it's, it's great because, you know, uh, especially in the game atmosphere, you know, we all strive for each other, but in practice it's different. You know, we try to shut Keaton down. <laughs> right. You know, we try to really make them all great. That way, when it comes to game time, it's, it comes easy. So that's really our mentality. It's great to see all those guys, you know, finally go out there and have success. Keaton, Rajay, Holton, the offensive line is doing a great job. The receivers is doing a great job. Defensively, you know, 
defense do what we do. But it's just a great feeling to finally see all our hard work uh, paying off right now. Old Dominion had 15 net rushing yards on Saturday. And that every coordinator I hear, and it probably goes to you guys too, first thing you want to do is stop the run. So mm-hmm. mission accomplished there. Uh, how much of the focus was on that leading up to the game? And, you know, how proud are you that you were able to accomplish that? I mean, the focus is obviously to stop the offense and that's stop the receivers they had a great receiver they yeah. had a great tight end their offensive line was good their quarterback was a good uh, quarterback you know he got the ball off he made plays when we thought we had him um obviously they had a great running back too but we just took the whole team as a challenge uh especially defensively we look at their running back you know he's a thousand yard running back I look at it, we look at it as opportunity. You know, can we shut this guy down? Uh, the wide receiver, you know, the, the stats is the stats, you know, uh, all credit to him. But we get, we let some plays, uh, we let some play, we gave him some plays. But it's just a great, it's just great to have those challenges, uh, to finally have the players in the depth to go at it for four quarters. And it's just, it's game changing. And now we're finally seeing the results of that. Yeah, Ali Jennings the other night, eight for 203 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, a monster yeah. on ODU side. And uh, Pirate fans got to know Jalen Johnson on Saturday night. Nine catches, 93 yards for him. Another big day for Isaiah Winstead, Xavier. These guys, and you've got guys on your side too with, with Bates and others yeah. that have come in and made an impact right away. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I mean, Isaiah and Jalen, you know, they're really some game changers, and Pirate Nation has finally seen that. And, you know, we have a lot of guys. It's hard to just focus on one person on that side of the ball. You know, we got Ryan Jones, CJ, Keaton, Rajay, Isaiah, Jalen. Josiah's Josiah, coming that's back. What I'm saying. Yeah. Josiah, Andre, Pagese. Like, there's just too many guys, like, you know, when we line up at defense and practice, we're like, dang, we can't even be like, let's focus on him because we got to focus on everybody. Everyone's explosive. Everyone's dangerous and can make uh, explosive plays. Got to be tough uh, for opposing defensive coordinators to figure out who to try to stop uh, yeah, when they take on that. ECU. Uh, I don't know how, if you're up to date on this, Xavier. The Sun Belt, so, of course, ODU's a member of the Sun Belt now. Mm-hmm. Sun Belt had three huge upsets on Saturday. App State over A&M. Uh, Marshall knocks off Notre Dame in South Bend, and then uh, Georgia Southern goes to Nebraska and beats them. Yeah. Uh, you're you're not on that side of things. Everybody's talking about that today. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mentioning you know Old Dominion because East Carolina took care of business. But games like that happen every Saturday. So credit to you guys for not allowing that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we take those personal. So you know, we trying to just go one and zero every week. And Campbell is up next. Have you uh, dove into the Camels at all? Yeah, uh, I know they got uh, an older group. Uh, their quarterback's a shifty guy. They have a big wideout, a good blocking tight end who can do a lot of things, and they just have explosive players, an uh, old, well-seasoned group. So, you know, we gotta can't take them lightly, obviously, focus on them and you know, attack the week the same we attacked it the last two weeks. And I know you got film to watch, but uh, if you have some extra time, uh, you're young. I'm old. Uh, I remember their head coach Mike Minner mm-hmm. being a pounder for the Panthers, third all-time leading tackler for the Panthers. Uh, he was a heck of a player back really? in the day. So oh, check yeah. out that that film when you get a chance. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely too young. <laughs> Mike Minter, did you watch any NFL? Uh, you had practice yesterday. Did you catch any of the action yesterday? I catched the back half of a couple games, but. That was really about it. Yeah. Yeah. Your season, if you're a football fan, it's not great to be a player. Because yeah, you don't get to watch real. a whole lot of it's it. It's definitely a so. different perspective. What season uh, Game of Thrones you up to right now? 
I actually been slacking. I'm still on the end of season two. All right. I literally woke up this morning and was like, dang, I need to finish uh, Game of Thrones because it was like Miles right there. I hear them talking about House, House of Dragon. Yeah. And I don't even want to listen to them. I'm just trying to focus on what I wear on my Game of Thrones so they don't spoil nothing for me. But yeah. I'm well, Miles, up. I had to watch. Uh, I watched the Cowboys lose last night. I did not watch the new episode, so no spoilers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught it last night, but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it when you get in here. Uh, <laughs> Xavier Smith joining us. X, uh, what, what was the difference? Talk to the other guys about this. I'll get your take on it. I don't know, any pep in the step at, at practice yesterday, or do you go into each Sunday practice no matter the result the day before uh, with the same mindset? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we love winning, but the older guys, we have a lot of experienced guys, great leaders on our team. And, you know, winning's great, but, you know, it's we're – it's not saying we're accustomed to winning, but, you know, you have to live in that moment for a little bit, and then it's back to reality. It's back to the next week. You can't soak in the dub and be caught up on that because that's what alters your mindset, and you just become complacent and comfortable, and we don't never want to be comfortable. We always want to be focused on uh, the next week, who we got next in front of us, and not taking them lightly and just attacking the week of practice or preparation. Yeah, that's the way to go about it. If you have a question for Xavier Smith, Miles Berry, or other guys, you can chime in Facebook Live or YouTube. Uh, Harold Varner III joining the party uh, in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, you ever picked up a golf club? I actually never have, <laughs> but that is something I want to do once I do get some more free time. Are you a patient man, Xavier? Like, I don't have the patience. I just can't do it. I, I mean, I am patient. I'm just competitive. So if it's yeah. just me out there, I can get it done. But if someone's competing, I'm going to try to figure it out <laughs> fast because, you know, I hate losing. All right. Head out to the driving range. Get some putts in. Who was it? Uh, Rajay, I think, said he did a little. No, it was uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. earlier said he was he could do some putt-putt. But that's about it. Cap. Damn cap. <laughs> I think it's more fun to go ride the golf. Uh, the golf cart? Yeah, the golf cart. <laughs> yeah, you go do that too. Yeah. Xavier, uh, thanks for hanging out, man. Have a good week of practice. Uh, how's the body? Doing all right after two games? Yeah, I mean, as good as you can be. Yeah, fifth year. You really got to prioritize uh, taking care of your body, and that's what I'm going through right now. Uh, being an older guy, I'm trying to put a lot of focus on my recovery. That way, I can uh, stay fresh and help the team win and contribute each week. Yes, sir. Sounds good, Xavier. Thanks for joining us, man. We'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. X Xavier Smith joining us today on Pirate Radio Live inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Miles Berry up next. We'll talk to him inside the Pirate Radio Studios when we kick off hour number two of the show. We're back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville's Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Don't worry, we're going to have time to talk some NFL later in the show, talk about Shirley's Dolphins knocking off the Patriots, my commander's winning, and 
chandler we're gonna have to figure out what went wrong with the panthers yesterday <laughs> as uh they took a lead late but then a long browns field goal and for some odd reason i was like i cannot believe we let jacoby Brissett do that to us but he only had like 147 yards mm-hmm. passing so i don't know and hunt but the offense no. got off to a very slow start it started picking up there at the end uh, not enough touches for Christian McCaffrey. I don't know what was going on there. We did hear in the offseason that we were going to try to go away and not put the load on him as much, but he Bad is plan. Our, yeah, That is our <laughs> offense. Yeah. So, Got to feed him. Got to feed DJ Moore. Rough uh, opener for the Panthers. Miles Berry joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. East Carolina picking up their first victory of the year against Old Dominion. Miles, welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me, man. And uh, you always are upbeat have a positive mindset yes, win sir. or lose but you gotta be feeling pretty good on this monday right oh, most definitely yeah got that bad taste in our mouths after uh they lost to nc state so it's just good getting a getting a big win getting a big uh night win in front of pirate nation man and going one and one uh miles how often do you look at stats and numbers after a game do you, anything mm. you look at at all um i might look at the yards that we gave up defensively but personal stats i don't really look at that too often you know just trying to really just be better honestly uh, i might i might look at it real quickly but no nah, I, don't, I don't get involved too much well here's why i bring this up i was looking at your numbers mm-hmm. and you were credited with two tackles yeah and, and x had three i'm like man those those are low numbers are those right and then i realized why so how about these numbers uh old dominion ran 44 plays on offense yeah they were not on the field we a lot at all Mm-mm. and that's one of those reasons that the uh the tackle numbers are low yeah. third downs uh miles one out of nine was old dominion a lot of three and outs in there as well you got and and uh, i guess old dominion's credit they had some pretty quick scoring drives when they, they scored did. it was fast yeah other than that you guys were getting off the field yeah. so they, the, how about time of possession 41 to 19 hey that's that's a beautiful <laughs> thing honestly uh very very good for our offense you know they were able to put some long drives together and uh put a lot of points on the board uh but yeah defensively we had some good three and outs man uh we really gave up some plays too on those on those long those very short drives we gave up some some big plays that we wish we could get back but yeah we we were able to stop the run uh and then they forced them to really pass the ball that's why interior we didn't really get a lot of tackles it was kind of a slow uh low game for us but other than that i mean that's why i said i don't really get involved in the stats too too much because some games you know you're going to have a lot of tackles it's going to be a, a high tackle and high running game and then some games are going to be more of a passing game and that's what last week was well navy's coming up in a couple weeks that'll oh, be your tackle test, that'll right? be a 10 <laughs> a 10 tackle 15 tackle game right there yes sir uh campbell up before then we'll get to them in a moment but how about uh old dominion they come in riding high after a win over virginia tech i was told that one of their players actually talked to Mike Houston before the game and yeah. said, you're going to know me after this game. I, I, that's what I was told by a couple of people. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Are they feeling uh, good about themselves at kickoff? Oh, Saturday? most definitely. I mean, and we, we knew that coming in. I mean, they, they got a big home win against Virginia Tech, you know, to start the season off. And then we knew they were going to be uh, high on emotions. Uh, we were also going to be high on emotions. You know, a lot of, a lot of our players, you know, 
um, knew a lot of the guys on Old Dominion teams, a lot of the Virginia guys. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of tensions back and forth, a lot of jawing. But we knew we had to play our style of game, and you know we had to once the once the whistle blows, you know all that talking doesn't matter. So uh, yeah, we we knew that, and we I did hear that they were talking some junk to either Coach Houston or one of the coaches. But like I said, that didn't matter because once the whistle starts, you know you got it. You got to play. You got to play regardless. If there's lightning, they'll take you off the field. But rain, wind, whatever, snow, uh, I mean, no effect to you guys at all? It doesn't matter, honestly. Uh, You know, the rain, you know that it kind of switches up, especially offensively. If it's pouring rainy, you know you can't, might not be able to pass the ball like that because of because of the rain and the the ball being very slick. But defensively, it doesn't matter. I mean, we tackling we tackling you whether it's raining, snowing. I mean, it doesn't matter. So, but it was, actually the weather held up pretty yeah. nicely uh, during the game. So that was that was a blessing for sure. Adam uh, on Facebook Live wants to know how you felt about the crowd Saturday night. It wasn't that fifty one thousand from week one, right. but I, we were out there. It, it was. Uh, it was an energetic crowd. Most definitely, sure. yeah. Third down was still very pumped up. You know, uh, Pirate Nation definitely got into it. Uh, but what I would definitely tell Pirate Nation, you know, just keep keep coming out, keep supporting us. You know, no matter the no matter the opponent, no matter if it's an in-state robbery or you know they all the way in another country. You know, definitely come out, still support us, uh, and, and we love it. We we definitely we fuel off that energy. And I'll give credit uh, to the the pirate crowd to Justin Bear with ECU Marketing. I, I really like uh, what they're doing in game. I like the the money down on third yeah, down yeah. and uh, the the noise and everything. So yeah. uh, it's pretty good, pretty good presentation. I think they put on display. And, and of course, it's all about what you guys do on the field. But that outside stuff helps the environment. Most definitely, yeah. I, during the whole summer, I saw how they were in making the improvements to Dowdy, and I just I couldn't wait to see how all of the improvements were going to look. The special effects the lights you know the jumbotron the little added monitors on the yeah. perimeter of the field so it's it's great it's definitely a light show um I, <laughs> I love the environment now i love how the crowd's really getting into money down and and how we using some music to add special effects you know to create just a more pumped up atmosphere so i love it man mentioned the uh the great numbers on the ub stat sheet earlier you know old dominion 15 total rushing yards net rushing yards the time of possession third down uh first downs they only had 12 first downs all game i yeah. mean the uh, but there's always something to clean up, right? Mm-hmm. So, and Xavier said the players, the upperclassmen, I'm sure you're included in this, have taken it upon themselves to try to fix those corrections. So, what, if anything, was discussed on Sunday after the game as far as we got to do this better? Well, yeah, even like uh, those, some of those touchdown drives, you know, were very short. So, just giving up, not giving up those big um, explosive plays. Yeah. We gave up too many explosive plays defensively, and if we really want to be at that standard that we hold ourselves as being one of the one of the best defenses, you know, we can't give up those cheap explosive plays. So just cleaning that up, you know, and, and looking at the different mistakes that all of us made, and um, yeah, just going into this week, uh, going to clean up those mistakes and get ready for Campbell. Uh, it was a full day of, of football for you Saturday, Miles, but did you see what went on around the country, especially in the Sun Belt oh, with definitely. all those upsets. Yeah, and, App State getting a huge win. You know, yeah. they definitely put on for the Carolinas against Texas A&M. You know, I, I saw Marshall getting a big, big win against Notre Dame. Um, and then some other wins I'm probably missing. Uh, Georgia some. Southern went to Nebraska. Right. right off the Yeah, big wins, man. And I just, I think that just goes to show that the level of competition um, is is really rising. You know, it doesn't matter what conference you're in, you got to come to play. Uh, yeah, because because teams are teams are coming and and like I said, everybody's competing around the nation. Anybody can be beat. 
Old Dominion is uh, in that conference with those teams, so right. uh, you guys were able to hold serve at home, and and that's important too, right? You you got all these home games this month, yeah. But uh, sooner or later you're going to be going on the road, so right. you need to take care of business at home, right? Yeah, got to take care of business at home. You know, we're defending our home turf, uh, but definitely, right, once we once we get through these next couple of home games, definitely can't wait to go out on the road and and try to get some big wins away. You know, those those definitely make you feel good too. So Miles Berry joining us, uh, Miles before the game on our pregame show we were talking to billy weaver who uh hosts the postgame show with me and all of a sudden there was a lot of loud noise in the background i said what's going on he said well some guy it was raining and they were mm-hmm. in a tent he said some guy just came in the tent and he's got a wwe championship belt and everybody's wooing like rick flair <laughs> and i was like okay so then right when the clock hit zeros we're watching here getting ready for postgame and i see the guy go down to the field like almost and hanging over and he hands the belt to, I think, uh, Keaton had it. We saw Keaton holding yeah. it. Do you know what I'm talking Did you I, see I the see, belt? Because I saw, I saw Stubby, uh, Ryan Stubberfield, okay. with the belt, and I saw him taking pictures with it post-game. I don't know what that is. And we're trying if, to figure out where I don't know started. if it's a, if it might be an off, off, offensive thing that they might do. You know, <laughs> maybe in the team meeting tomorrow, we might try to establish a new culture. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm definitely a huge WWE fan. I used to be at least. Uh, so hey, if we if we can incorporate some some WWE culture into our <laughs> culture, man, that that might be something special. Do we? I don't know if we talked to you about that. Who's your uh, Who are your favorite wrestlers Ooh. all time? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna give you a top five. No order. No order. Right. I'm gonna go. Mm, I'm gonna go Randy Orton. All right, gotta go Randy Orton. The RKO. Dave Batista. All right. Mm. I, I love John Cena too. I'm, I'm gonna go John Cena. So let me. I'm are you watching go, in the mid 2000s? Yes. Is that so where I we was, are? I was peak 2008 to like 20. 13 like that okay. was my gotcha like Shawn michaels i remember watching Shawn michaels live losing the undertaker that was a heartbreaker i think <laughs> i might have shed a couple tears um and i remember i remember that um who else who else i'll go i remember when sheamus was a big villain but i kind of like sheamus yeah. too with his He's a bad kicks. dude and then i'll put ray mysterio in there all right just because yeah i swear okay. every player we talked to we did this with a baseball team too everybody loves ray mysterio oh, i loved ray mysterio <laughs> man all right so there's the five so uh yeah i gotta get uh we had uh now you now there's the aew are you familiar with that yeah i'm familiar with yeah. it i haven't watched it though i haven't really we had it. a aew wrestler in studio before the state game brock anderson who okay. is the son of the legendary arn anderson from okay. the four horsemen uh yeah he's a ecu graduate he right. actually that's joined us up. yeah so uh that's what's up. so anyway we got to figure out what the championship belt's all about yeah uh do y'all do any and i think and i'm kind of glad some places are still doing it but miami had the turnover chain and then everybody started copying it with stuff yeah do y'all do anything like that we, we really don't we don't we don't have anything as of now uh we were it was some speculation we were thinking about maybe doing something with a pirate sword yeah. or something maybe raising a pirate sword up but i don't know man we just right now our main focus is just is just winning games and being the best defense and i think all of that will take care of itself later uh john says he lives in virginia beach his okay. daughter is a cheerleader okay and uh he says now he, uh they're pirates forever and said it was awesome seeing you guys uh, in the rain defense got the crowd pumped and he yeah. said thank you so uh hey, i tell you the defense up, offense is fun but the defense makes the environment that's when you get loud yeah. when the offense is on the field you gotta be quiet when when you guys are making plays that's yeah, when everybody yeah gets, we, we want the crowd as loud as possible man and um i've always since i was a since i was a young kid always i uh, heard that defense wins ball games man defense wins championships so 
just uh yeah, we definitely support our offense to the most, but you know, we we know that defense we got to we got to get off the field, man. We got to that's what that's what wins games, you know, no matter how explosive the offense is being. If we can't stop anybody, it really doesn't matter too much. So, yeah. Uh, John says somebody from the Boneyard gave C.J. Johnson the belt right after the game. This was the classic WCW, like the big gold belt. Um, So y'all need to get a WWE belt. The uh, so you can have the defense can have a belt. Yeah, hey, we might. (laughs) If anybody can make a a very nice purple and gold, mostly gold belt, then maybe have like a a turnover belt, turnover WWE belt. That might be something we can start. And Miles, you can do the poses, the Randy. I love it. Oh yeah, I'll I'll do it nice. I'll do the John Cena with it. I'll I'll do it all. All right, good deal. Miles Berry joining us. Miles. uh, have you dove into the Campbell at all yet, or is that coming later? Yeah, today? most definitely. Um, started started very probably say today, uh, earlier today. I'm really diving into him tonight and tomorrow. Um, but as of right now, I know they have a very very good dual threat quarterback, uh, very nice quarterback. They have some very explosive weapons on offense. Uh, so really can't talk too much on them right now, but I know that it's, we're definitely going to have our hands full, you know, so we're going to have to play a lot of sound defense. Stop the run primarily like always. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a great game Saturday. I'll tell you what, I still have nightmares about Jack Chambers from Georgia. Uh, right. Well, Southern, from, was it uh, Charleston Southern? Charleston Southern yeah. last year. Yeah. He was a tough dude. He and, was. Uh, and, look, not comparing Campbell to – to that team but they're both fcs some people don't take them serious you got to take yeah. everybody serious. no got to yeah and that's the that's that's the main thing like you're seeing with a, with a lot right. of these upsets in college football you know you you can't take anybody lightly so just how we had the same uh emphasis and and passion going in the nc state game we're going to take that same energy and in going into uh campbell this weekend so we're not going to take anybody lightly you know we have a big game uh the, the most important game is the one in front of us so are uh, we ready for a big game Saturday? Well, Miles, uh, I missed out on House of Dragons last night. Yeah, and uh, and people are so sensitive about spoilers anyway, so we probably wouldn't have recapped it anyway. I won't spoil nothing. I won't. But uh, you was, did say it was good though, right? It was a it was a very interesting episode, as okay. I, I'll say the least. Uh, not as much action like the last one with uh, Damon slaying the um, the um, crab guy, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's I like the politicking and the the plots almost I do. as much. Like those big wars they set up in the original Game of Thrones, those are great. Mm-hmm. But the behind the scenes, the so much little finger and, and all and that stuff, deception in Game <laughs> of Thrones, man. You can't. You gotta definitely have your head head on a swivel. You cannot trust anybody, man. There you so. Go. Yeah, it's, it's, I can't wait till you watch it, though. You're going right. to know exactly what I'm talking about after you watch it. Good stuff. Miles, I uh, appreciate you joining us as always, Thank man. You. Have a great week at, at practice, uh, schooling, and uh, we'll talk to you next All week. All of that. Thank you. Thanks yes, for having sir. me. Miles Berry inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll take a break. When we return, we'll talk to Ryan Jones. He found the end zone the other night. Talk to the Pirate tight end when we come back on Pirate Radio Live after this. Appreciate it. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check uh, check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial 
or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, as we are going inside the Delcor Players Lounge on this Monday. Been awesome to catch up with Holden Aylers, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith, Miles Berry. Fun to talk with them after win, but honestly, they, they pretty much are the same dudes, win or lose, and that is a great thing to have if you're Mike Houston uh, and this football team. They don't get too high, they don't get too low, and uh, they're ready for Saturday already to uh, to get to 2-1 and one on the year. We will talk to Ryan Jones here in a moment, but we do have a minute, uh, which is a good thing because uh, Chandler, we gotta we gotta talk to the people here. Oh my God, guys, come uh, on! Uh, we're on, uh, of course, uh, Pirate Radio, and and if you're tuned in, listening to your radio, if you could just toot your horn real quick for us, thank you. If you are watching on Facebook Live or YouTube, all we ask you to do is hit the like. That's that's it. Right now, we've got. I think six six more viewers on Facebook than we have likes. On YouTube, we have 28 more viewers than we have likes. You've got to be kidding me. Now, I don't know what they're doing. I, I don't know if they're narcissists. If no, they you're, only, being, you're lying. Right? I'm not. I'm telling you real facts, real numbers. I don't know if they only care about themselves. I they swear. don't like to give back to their communities. Oh, boy. I don't know what the issue is, but we got to smash. I'm burning up. We got to smash. Smash the like smashed a sub the big dog glenn griffin told me at the beginning of the show he came in here he said that we uh exceeded over 1700 subscribers on youtube so he said that this was working but i want there to be a day where we don't have to tell you yeah i want there to be a day where you automatically it's like stuck in your head it's drilled into your head to hit the like hit the subscribe we asked so little from you we and I, i'm gonna say this every time because i don't want it to sound like we are beating down on you guys we appreciate you tuning in we appreciate you guys listening to the voice of the pirate nation pirate radio but if you're going to watch the show via facebook or youtube do we're not asking you to run five miles and then hit the like button sorry if i'm too loud surely had uh, to take her headphones off sorry uh we're not hit, we're not asking you to run five miles and then hit the like button. We're just ha- asking you to hit the like button and to hit the subscribe button. Sit on your ass and hit the like button. So and look, this hurts me more than it hurts you. This tongue lashing you're getting right now. I don't. We don't want to have to do. We this. don't want to have this come to Jesus we meeting with you guys. every single day. We love you. We love you. We love you. But you got to hit the like. You got to pick the, it up. And let us know gotta, when you do. You, you got to meet us halfway. And let us know when you do. Yeah. Like, show off. Show it off. That is something that you should be able to show off. Say, go around town, go out to dinner, and say, hey, guess what I did today? I hit like. I hit subscribe on Pirate Radio. All right. Guess what? Now we have more likes on Facebook than we have live viewers watching. Voila. Thank you. Voila. YouTube, get your act together. What are you doing youtube 22 more viewers than likes right now disgusting but a while ago it was 28 didn't you say we're we're getting there but we're not there alex says i've liked it on both thank you god alex Alex, you're the man you're that's what we're talking about 
That's the. I love of, you, Alex. That's the. Kind I love of you. People we want to associate with. People who care. See, guys, look, Alex hits like on both Facebook and YouTube, and he is getting a pat on the back by yours truly and Clip Brock, and he he even was told that he was loved by me, which is a prize for you. Hit it. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. We're going up. Numbers are going up. Come we on, appreciate folks. it. Let's go. But they got to get even higher. Uh, Ryan Jones will join us in a little bit for sure in terms of joining us. Thumbs up. Oh, man. Tweet of the day on Saturday, by the way. Tweet of the day, Mark Lindsay. Shout out to Mark Lindsay. East Carolina has instituted God. their unlimited water <laughs> plan with oh, the rain man. coming down. I mean, I, I just know as he was typing that, he was probably smiling going, oh, yeah, they're going to like this. And he should because it was a great tweet uh college football on saturday i'll just run through the top 25 real quick alabama surviving a scare they were bad they, i mean they had 15 penalties at last check when we talked about it on the uh pregame show but like pregame tailgate mm-hmm. uh but they were able to get a late field goal and beat texas 20 to 19 a shutout for the georgia bulldogs let me look at their two combined scores real quick they played samford on uh on saturday how does 82 to 3 sound good to start the season? Oh, my God. And good luck, Shane Beamer. South Carolina and Georgia will go at it this weekend in uh, Columbia. There is a new number one, and it is the team you just mentioned. The Bulldogs of Georgia good. are the new number one team in the AP poll. Good. I would say they deserve that. Um, App State in there? Oh, good question. I only I only saw the top five. I did not see the whole top twenty five. But what a win for the Mountaineers! Yeah, what a win uh, on the road against number six Texas A and M. Jimbo said that they, they do not pay their players, and I, it looked like that on Saturday. Yeah, they might have been taking. They're so poor they were taking money to throw the game or something. Perhaps uh, Rich does point out that uh, game day will be in Boone. Yes, I announced that on the post game show. What a great uh, you announced that. Well, I, I saw it on Twitter. Oh, okay. You don't wait. Do you make the decision where game day goes? I, I wasn't. I was told not to say, <laughs> but I'm just going to say it right now. Yes. Can you get one to hear in Greenville? Maybe? They won't allow. No, they, they don't. Won't, they won't allow it. Dang. Have you told? They them, said those people in Greenville are crazy. Have you told them it's Eastern Carolina and Greenville, South Carolina? I, I don't that talk. Might, right, no, I don't talk to those people. I just talk to the people. Hey, who get, do you talk to? I talked to the people at Home Depot, like directors and stuff, producers. Oh, okay. Uh, Mike says people who don't smash the likes and subs are the same people who leave their cart in the parking lot. I mean, wow. We got to open up the anger management rage room here. (laughs) Wow. Because you want to talk about some losers. Wow. Some grade A losers. Eric says, I'm tired of being yelled at. I just hit the like button. Look, sometimes we have to yell, Eric. But thank you for hitting that like. We appreciate it. John says, smash them. Quick like check. All right, we're doing all right. Uh, Tyler says, Coco Melon had over 3 million subscribers. What are we doing, people? I don't know what Coco Melon is. I think I think that's a child show. Coco Melon. Man, we got to get some more uh, scrub, uh, scrubs, <laughs> subs. Right now, all we have is scrubs. Mm. We need subs. Uh, by the I way, I don't want no scrubs. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. God, that took me a while. TLC. Yeah, let me just move on here. Uh, Redbeard is in. He is in the like boat. He is in the like boat, folks. Thank you, Redbeard. We appreciate it. 
Oh, he's given us um, photo evidence of it. Yes. Very good. Very yes. good. All right. Um, other top 25 action, Ohio State beat Arkansas State 45-12, Michigan all over Hawaii, uh, Clemson 35-12 to over Furman, App State, as we mentioned, uh, winning 17-14 to at Texas A&M. A lot of turnovers, kind of an ugly-ish game, depending on your perspective. If you like defense and forcing turnovers, that was a good game for you. Uh, Oklahoma 33, Kent State 3. Man, Notre Dame is 0-2. Mm, you know Owen? 0-2. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Marshall 26, Notre Dame 21. The same thundering herd East Carolina knocked off last year. Of course, I don't know how impressive this is. Notre Dame might stink. Their uh, first-year head coach is who, Chandler? Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman. Hot seat! Very well-liked in South Bend, but I don't Not think, anymore! I, I don't think they're liking them that much now after going 0-2. They did have Ohio State, Ryan Day and Ohio State. Played them well. On the ropes. Yeah. Uh, for a majority of that game, they ended up losing, I believe, by 11, 21-10. Uh, but uh, very excited to get back home to South Bend and try to get their season started with a what they thought was going to be an easy dub over Marshall. Instead, it was Coach Huff in his second year taking the thundering herd to South Bend and getting the win over the Irish. John, I could have looked this up myself, but thank you for doing one more and uh, putting the others receiving votes category uh, into the Facebook chat. So Marshall uh, received 85 votes, Cincinnati 80 cincinnati lost week one to arkansas but Tough can still nails. find their their way back in the top 25 app state 80 votes k-state north carolina i would trade places with north carolina three and oh is three and oh but that is one of the shakiest three and o's you'll ever see as they were uh messing around with georgia state the other day but picked up the win mike leach coaches mississippi state now and they are have 43 votes Florida State, 42. Oregon State, Minnesota. Minnesota! Minnesota! Washington State. Notre Dame still receiving votes. No way! Shout out to the Irish. Air Force, Texas Tech, Wisconsin. Wisconsin lost the other night to Washington State. Auburn, Iowa State, Purdue. God, that's a lot of, like, power five. Usually they use these for, uh, like, group of five teams. It's a lot of, like, mediocre, ugly power five teams receiving votes right now. In college football future pirate opponent byu knocking off baylor in overtime 26 to 20 was that final score after a lot of missed field goal shenanigans at the end of that game uh usc <laughs> good uh the i just you talked about missed field goal i did see the the video of the quarterback for byu hugging the kicker and the kicker was like literally bawling crying <laughs> like literally was like uh Thank you, Jesus, for, yeah. for you know getting this win for us. Mormon Jesus. Mormon Jesus, yes. USC 41-28 to over Stanford as Lincoln Riley's team is now 2-0. Oklahoma State knocked off Arizona State. Kentucky went to the swamp and got it done. Rough weekend to be a Florida Gator. They lose to Kentucky, and they lose in women's soccer to East Carolina. Yeah. Tough to be a Gator. Ha! Better to be a pirate than a gator this weekend. And we will talk to the head coach of uh, that soccer team, Gary Higgins. He'll join us Tuesday at 3.30, coming up right here on Pirate Radio Live. So we'll talk some ECU soccer. Awesome win over the weekend against Florida. Yes, sir. 
Charlie, can you see if we can get Ryan Jones on the Pit Electric live line and talk to him inside the Players' Lounge? Some other scores. Utah rolled up 73. They lost to Florida last week. Uh, they rolled up 73 on Southern Utah, 73-7. to Michigan State blanked Akron. Miami was down early, 7-3. to They end up beating Southern Miss, 30-7. to Arkansas knocked off South Carolina, 44-30. to It was Tennessee in overtime beating Pitt 34 to 27 NC State um right. maybe they are a, a good football team they hammered Charleston Southern 55 to 3 uh coming off their win over ECU didn't look great maybe that's because the Pirates made them uh, look not so great but uh NC State no problem with Charleston Southern on Saturday mentioned Washington State knocking off Wisconsin Ole Miss 59 to 3 over Central Arkansas. Sam Hartman returns 300 yards, four touchdowns as they beat Vanderbilt 45 25. And Houston has played two games and they have played in five overtimes already this season. Good they goodness. lose in double overtime 33 to 30 to Texas Tech. Wow. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. All well, you had to say was wow. I have to go back to, I want to say something about the Charleston Southern NC State game, but you were on a roll. Here was the problem with Charleston Southern. Jack Chambers was on the other sideline. Yeah. And got in the game. Sure did. Let's check his numbies real quick, Chandler. Can I say numbies? Numbies? I'm okay. saying it kind of ironically. I know it's not cool when I say it. Uh, Jack Chambers, 5 of 11, 45 yards and a touchdown. He ran the ball for seven yards. So against his former team. Wow. He had much better numbers against East Carolina last year. Oh, absolutely. He's a tough dude. Um, question from David: Who gets fired first, Matt Rule or the Notre Dame coach? Matt Rule. I agree. But I tell you what: Marcus Freeman gets fired. Matt Rule to Notre Dame. Matt Rule to Nebraska. Because mm. they are without a head coach. Yeah. As we suspected on Saturday, we as we one. watched I, Nebraska easy. lose yeah. to Georgia Southern, we said. We said that uh, Scott Frost will be without a job tomorrow. And sure enough, as we were at tiebreakers, it broke. Scott Frost is out at his alma mater. We got another dad tuned into the show. Is it mine? It is. No, it is uh, Michael Winstead, Isaiah's dad. Oh. Says, love the show. Thank you guys for showing him some love. And he hit the subscribe yes, button. Yes, sir! <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Winstead. My we guy. appreciate it. We are uh, planning to talk to Isaiah coming up at 530 on today's program another good one from him chandler and uh we really like him after the well after the play's over he just kind of like he just like nods his head yeah like like i don't know how in the world against state he catches that ball goes up and get guagi he's got that guagi in him as patrick patrick mason would say go up and get it he grabs that ball at the goal line and the crowd that record-setting crowd is going crazy and he just look i guess he just sitting sitting there and taking it all in yeah but he just kind of nods his head that's all he does i feel like that's all you're going to see from zay zay winstead this year but man what what a special talent he is what a special talent that jalen johnson is showing yeah big game for i mean Jaylen. nine catches dude that's awesome so really liking these new guys uh in the receiving room for ecu they are playing very well right now and holt nailers has a lot of weapons and it's got to be a nightmare for opposing defensive coordinators to figure out all right let's let's try to take away keaton mitchell rajay harris let's do all we can there if they do that which nc state was able to do but 
Isaiah was still able to catch six. C.J. Johnson had six. It was spread, it was out, spread everywhere. out everywhere. On Saturday, C.J. Johnson only had one catch. Well, he's going to have more next week and, and the oncoming weeks, but Jalen Johnson, it was his time to shine with nine. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah had an, another five, and then you had Ryan Jones finding the end zone. Uh, Calhoun with uh, a couple of catches and uh, got the running backs involved. Rajay, anyway, more involved. He had four catches. Kerry King, once again, one catch for him. Yes, sir. And guess what? Josiah Hatfield will be back game three for the Pirates. Where does he fit into all Gosh. this? Gosh. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. One ball to go around and a lot of weapons for uh, Holton Aylers and this offense. John says he'd love to be talking about East Carolina knocking off Michigan this time next year. Hey, it could be a weird weird score, Sirity. Could be. Fired up for it. Let's take a break. We'll come back. See if we can hook up with East Carolina tight end Ryan Jones. Got Jeremy Lewis later on in today's show and Isaiah Winstead. A lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We're back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that'll be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Coming up Tuesday on the show, uh, we'll recap East Carolina and ODU with former Pirate Willie Smith. We'll also uh, talk some NFL. Has a good day for some of his former teams. He was with the Chargers. He was with Washington. They picked up wins. He was also with the Raiders. And uh, Stephen A. Smith, we talked about this last week, um, had that clip of him where he said that the Chargers would score the most points week one. And then they asked who was going to win the Chargers-Raiders game. And he said the Raiders would win. So uh, somehow he was wrong twice. I haven't looked it up. I'm assuming that the Bills probably have the most points in week one nah bills had 31 eagles had 38 so uh chiefs had 44 there would be your answer the kansas city chiefs scored the most points week one uh i haven't looked at our picks chandler how do you think you did yesterday or uh yeah yesterday me you know what I'm going to go take a quick look right now. I think... You picked the Cardinals to beat the Chiefs. I remember that was kind of an eye-opener. I just... It, it was one of those picks of the week where you just, just like, all right, someone's going to get upset. Um, I thought that maybe the Chiefs uh, would be that would be that team. Instead, they roll uh, against the Cardinals. I had the Saints over the Falcons. <clears throat> um, gosh, I had the 49ers beating the Bears. Well, and the Bears... everybody did and that was a weird weather game like trey lance has got to be better obviously uh but i think the niners will be okay and the bears will not but uh also 
epic celebration by the bears after the game oh the uh, yeah the slide sliding into the end zone that's always fun justin fields gets up flexing i mean that, that the was bears awesome. are back yeah did you see the bear bear down um i love week one man your team is back if they win a game it's fun sorry can't relate yeah let's not talk about that Bengals over the steelers is what i had but the steelers man joe burrow with three picks yesterday steelers get it done they hit uh the kick at the at the horn eagles over the lines i got that one patriots and dolphins oof I had the Patriots over the Dolphins. Dolphins uh, smashed. Well, that's Patriots. why you're talking about the games run through these. How about the Saints coming back and beating the Falcons? Somebody put up a graphic on social media about uh, – CJ, you can come in here and talk NFL if you want to. Well, we are awaiting uh, Ryan Jones. We'll talk to Jeremy Lewis at 5 o'clock, Isaiah Winstead at 5.30 as we go back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Somebody had a uh, graphic of on all of the Falcons' blown leads, and it is – I mean, yeah. you want to talk about a franchise. history of blowing it. That, that was disgusting. I mean, yesterday they are up at halftime going into the fourth quarter. Uh, they are up 23-10, to 10, and then New Orleans scores 17. How about Michael Thomas? Hadn't heard his name in a couple years. Uh, five catches, 57 yards, but two touchdowns. They're late in that fourth quarter. All I have to say is one, two, three, three into, into the, the foe. foe. I forgot. Saints, Q's, and C's. We're going to walk out that though. <laughs> uh, Jameis was hilarious after the game once again uh, with Michael Thomas in the postgame. As uh, the Shannon Spake asked him, I think, like, so what was hurting, Jameis? And he didn't hear the question, I don't think. And he, he just started nodding and was like, Pain. Pain all over. Just got to pain everywhere. Pain everywhere. Jameis unintentionally hilarious and uh, had two touchdowns and no picks in the game against the Falcons on Sunday. Uh, let's see. I had Ravens rolling over the Jets. That was a uh, domination, pretty much. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, does he throw like the. I don't know. Even his bomb, it doesn't have that. Uh, arc that arc it is just like a frozen rope he, he might throw i'd love to see like the hardest throwers in the nfl his ball always looks like it's coming 100 miles an hour him justin he, herbert even a 50 yard pass but uh lamar threw some bombs and on uh, sunday yeah Allen herbert those are good uh good examples ravens look really good uh we mentioned the the bears niners i don't have much more uh for that game CJ Steelers Bengals, so the Bengals get seemingly a hundred chances at the end of the game to uh, to tie it or to win it. And finally, were the Steelers playing defense on that last play in regulation? Like the cornerback was kind of jogging, the linebackers oh, were looking yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, that was something looked weird about yeah, that play. Something was off about it. They were like, you know what? We've stopped these guys so many times. I don't have another one in me. Right. I, I can't do this anymore. Well, I think they also almost felt like what else do we have to do you know we picked off joe burrow four times sacked him once that was for a uh, fumble and you still get down to the end of the game and here they are with a chance to win the game and they would have won the game if not for Minka fitzpatrick who was all over the field all game uh blocking the extra point and sending the game to overtime yeah and they go to ot so what happens in ot um how the, many miss field <laughs> like what? the bengals got a chance and yeah. they should have hit it it was Oh, I don't want to say a gimme. There, nothing's a gimme in the NFL. Um, 
But, I mean, it's it's one that McPherson should have hit, and he shanked it way wide. Um, Boswell comes back down the field, and he misses one. I believe it was, I don't know, 55, 58 yards. That's one that if you miss, I mean, it happens. And I I want to say I heard Shirley mention it earlier, uh, like way earlier in the morning. Um, well, I don't know what it would have sounded like to be in the stadium to hear it, like, doink off the uh off the upright but that was the loudest like doink i'd ever heard yeah um great noise on that doink yeah and then the bengals now what really caught my attention the bengals were sacked joe burrow was sacked and he lost the ball um i can't remember the i think it was p ryan picked up the ball the running back started taking it over to i don't know 30 35 yard line would have put them in the field goal range um but I guess there's a rule that the if old you are sacked, a fumble. Yeah, you yeah. can't. Only Joe Burrow could have picked it up, so they were forced to punt. But the clock was running, and what I noticed was they didn't let the clock, you know, tick all the way down to zero before you know taking a delay or a timeout. They they punted away with like nine, ten, eleven seconds left in the uh, in the clock, and that kind of came back to bite him at the end because that gave us enough time to get back into field goal range. Boswell hits it. So like, how are you? I, I have the Bengals missing the playoffs. I had them winning this game. I did say I like the Steelers plus the points in this in a division game like this. But I don't look at the Steelers as a North Division winner. I got the Ravens this year. But I don't know. Did you change your mind at all about the Steelers team, the way they're able to go in and beat Cincinnati like that? I changed my mind about the defense, I guess. I, I had high hopes for the defense anyway. Um, but this was, this was a game where – if it wasn't for the defense, it probably would have been pretty ugly. I mean, the Steelers couldn't really put together a whole lot of great things the offensively. The offensive numbers are gross. Yeah, they're they're horrible. Trubisky, 194 passing yards, had a touchdown. Uh, the leading rusher is Chase Claypool. Najee Harris, 10 carries, 23 yards. Gross. Went down with an injury, I believe, in the fourth quarter. Um, but by then, he should have still been the leading leading rusher so that's not an excuse but the injury we are waiting on is tj watt and if that doesn't yeah. come back well whatever hopes we did have it's it's gone <laughs> all right gone gone uh eagles beat the lions 38 to 35 the lions are the same team from last year maybe a little bit better and they're just going to have excruciating losses and dan campbell is not going to be able to handle it they never go away just no matter what they're no matter who they're playing they never go away they are destined to lose tight games i will say this i i think the lions beat washington on sunday because even when washington's had decent teams and the lions have had one win teams for whatever reason we go to four field and just look like morons so i don't like washington's chances on sunday but the lions are frisky uh big day for deandre swift jamal williams found the end zone a couple of times uh, big day for A.J. Brown. Welcome to Philly. 10 catches, 155 yards. And uh, Jalen Hurts looked good, I guess, throwing the ball and running the football. Hey, right. I, have him in, I have him in fantasy football, so I thank Jalen Hurts for everything he does. Good comments, guys. Dolphins knocking off the Patriots 20-7. to Did you see the postgame with uh, Cool Coach? Oh, yeah. McDaniels? I didn't. What was that about? He just looks like he doesn't belong. Like, oh, uh, oh! It, it, he looks like he doesn't know what football is. 
he looks like he's awesome on Madden. And he got he, a job for winning a Madden contest. Like he literally looks like a guy who should be raising a trophy on ESPN2 with those yeah. Madden tournaments they used to show. Like, he looks like that guy. And he he got the game ball, and he was like, and guess what? Everybody in here is getting the game ball. And they were like, cool. Like, I, if things go bad, is he going to be able – like, he's got to have other veteran coaches on the staff because he is not the guy to get in somebody's face and motivate him. He is a little scrawny, pipsqueak guy. I say that. I love him. If you listen to the show, you know I love him. I love the Dolphins this year because of him and their weapons on offense. But just seeing him in a room full of giant humans, and he is this, he's almost got to stand on some phone books so he can <laughs> almost be eye to chest with those guys. Uh, but they get a win, and they do it with their playmakers on a fourth down. Jalen Waddle, 42-yard touchdown. Tyreek Hill, 8 for 94. And uh, they got some weapons. They didn't run the ball at all yesterday, but they're going to do it with uh, big plays to Hill and Waddle and those guys. All right, is the Patriots, like, not what – Yeah, Patriots stink. Yeah. So, Patriots stink. Weren't we picking playoff teams last week? I, I think – one of us, uh, when Tony Dunn was here, I think one of us had the Patriots in the playoffs. It certainly wasn't me. Not I. I'm very down on I the don't Patriots. Wanna, I, I don't think I had the Patriots in there. Maybe it was Tony, or maybe I'm just thinking things, but I'm I'm very down on the if Patriots. If it was me, year. I'm definitely wrong, because they, <laughs> they did not look like a playoff team uh, yesterday against the Miami Dolphins. And you don't want to write them off because of Belichick and the voodoo magic and all that stuff. They'll like figure it. Like, remember last year, they went on a run. They started blowing out teams late in the year. And then they got beat in the playoffs. but So I'm not like totally writing them off, but week to week, I'm not going to be a big Patriots backer. I can tell you that. I'm, I'm right there with you. Dolphins uh, getting a big division win. They go to 1-0 and along with the Bills in the AFC East. Uh, the Ravens hammered the Jets. We talked about that. Ravens look good. Ravens look like division winners. They, they look me. about how I expected them to. The Washington Commanders are 1-0. Yes, sir. Carson Wentz. Yeah. 313 yards, four touchdowns. And guess who else is back? Not just Carson Wentz. Curtis Samuel. Oh, my God. I got Look, I said last year I'm not even going to mention his name because it wasn't worth discussing. I meant to do this earlier. Look up his stats from last year. So, Curtis Samuel signs the contract last offseason. And I'm like, okay, this could be something. He, He felt like he was maybe... They just didn't use them right or something in Carolina, and maybe we can get that untapped potential. So last year, Curtis Samuel played in five games. He had six catches for 27 yards last year for uh, Washington. So I was like, I'm not going to talk about this guy. There's no need to talk about this guy. Yesterday, eight catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown, 17 rushing yards for Curtis Samuel. He was all over the place, and he looked awesome. Uh Terry McLaurin only had two catches. One of them was a bomb. Jahan Dotson, the rookie. I'll Welcome say this, NFL. man. Washington has had a horrible history of drafting first-round wide receivers. Jahan Dotson's different. McLaurin was not a first-rounder, but he's different. And I hate to use the cliche. I just think about that high school kid that's naming his teammates and saying dog. Dog. Jahan Dotson. Dog. Terry McLaurin. Dog. They love football. They are football players. And they're different. And I love them. And I'm excited. I don't know if this team's going to be any good. But the way they rallied back, 
if you look at my twitter timeline i don't delete stuff i said carson Wentz should go back from whence he came i said that he is a bum ass bum i said a number of things about him yesterday and that was when he threw in two straight passes he threw two interceptions he comes back throws two touchdowns they win that's just gonna be the ride of carson Wentz every week it looks like uh everything we talked about with Jameis winston a couple years ago could that be carson Wentz this year yeah just week to week you don't know what you're getting but it's going to be some sort of a roller coaster well we used to call philip rivers white Jameis on this show <laughs> and now that he is gone i think white Jameis is carson Wentz. yeah but it's got to feel good now um like you said Jahan's Otson looked great um curtis samuel was he the first touchdown scorer last night i mean yes. i know he got one but curtis samuel and obviously terry mcclure it's got to be might have been Jahan dotson with the yeah. first one. but whatever it was it's got to be nice to just look around the field and you got some playmakers now on offense absolutely um defense is going to give up some yards and points and hopefully they can uh, do enough until chase young gets back but glad to be one and oh jags i said in the offseason i'll say it again they're gonna be frisky this year yeah they're gonna win more games than last year i was just looking at the numbers uh lawrence 275 he did only have one touchdown but etn's back i think he's going to be really good robinson had a pretty good day yesterday with yeah. 66 yards and off 11 carries and a what touchdown. did zay what were zay's numbers? they had 65 yards six off of six catches his longest was 18, but Christian Kirk, they've paid him a lot of money this offseason. He led the way in receiving for the Jaguars, 117 yards for him off of six catches. So Zay uh, just missed the touchdown, and also Travis Etienne uh, basically looked like he was defending a Hail Mary. What do you do? Knock it down? He had a ball in the flat that he could have walked into the end zone and like spiked it, <laughs> double-hand spiked it. So thank you for that uh commanders get a win at detroit week two congrats we have talked about the browns panthers have we talked about it enough that first half i don't think we have well that first half was some of the worst football how long did it take you to get a first down it was terrible i feel like our total offense was negative yards because it seemed like we were going vertical a lot with screen passes and stuff no christian mccaffrey hardly at all i want to say i saw a tweet yesterday he only had three touches in the first half for the Panthers, trying to spread it around to maybe DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Did not see Rashard Higgins yesterday at all. We did not see uh, the new guy from the Jags. I forgot his name. There was somebody else. Uh, Terrence Marshall Jr., who we did not see a lot last year, did not see the field as well. Offensive line was very positive about this offensive line coming into this season. Thought we did a good job of revamping it. Did not like the pressure that Baker was under a lot yesterday. I feel like Iki Iki Aquanu, our our first round pick, our sixth overall pick from state, uh, kind of struggled yesterday. It's his first game as a rookie. Kind of icky. Kind of icky. But yeah, I just I don't know. That offense was very disgusting yesterday. You were sitting there with me yesterday at tiebreakers as I was watching that game, and I was like, "This is terrible." Like, I mean, I was like. If this is the offense that we're going to have all year long, it's going to be a long season because this is this is disgusting to look at. Kind of a shame, too, because they got it going a little in the second half and the defense defense was struggling to get off the field. But, Absolutely. But did give them a chance to, to win that game, kind of stay in it. So it was, uh, it was ugly. I guess it's going to get better. But, man, that was some gross football in the first half. Something I want to – touch on again it may have already been touched on but me and chandler talked about it earlier today um that fake spike was ridiculous um it is illegal it it's illegal and i i understand it might not be a rule that is looked at often but you are an nfl referee because you need to know that rule yeah that's what they pay you for um i i didn't 
think it was that egregious. I might be wrong. Well, I think what was I think what was wrong with it was the referee when he made the call, he said the quarterback faked the spike right. and then spiked it. Well, if he's oh, okay. acknowledging that. Yes. So you know what happened because you said it happened. And that is a yeah. rule that you cannot do that. Yeah. And he was explaining that's what he did. I right. got to pick up the flag. I'm fine. You know what? It's fake spike, whatever. NFL has to fix the rough in the passer call. Yes. They've got to they've got to fix yeah. it. Yes. And I'm not just saying that because the Panthers got screwed yesterday in their last drive or defensive drive. The Panthers got helped in the game yesterday. And earlier, yeah, with Baker I, in the end zone. But what I'm saying is, uh, that's a good point. But what I'm saying is, in general, not not just the Panthers. It happened to the uh, to Washington. It actually happened in favor of Washington yesterday. It's happening all over the league. Roughing the passer is a joke. I don't know if you make them flies. reviewable like you do targeting and stuff, but like, like what is a def- what is a 320 pound defensive lineman supposed to do? I know it sucks. And you know, a targeting or a roughing the passer, the definition. You go back and look at that LSU game where he goes in there and spears that quarterback in the head. That's a targeting. That that is a roughing the passer. But when I mean, if you because his body weight's on the quarterback, give me a break. Fix it. I mean, it's ridiculous. All right, Sam is in the uh, Facebook live chat referencing a uh, viewer on YouTube when we talked to J.J. McLam last Tuesday. And he, oh. said, he says in all caps, Bill's hot dogs. Where's it at? Dog's hot. <laughs> Baker should have had a Bill's hot dog. It should be illegal not to have Bill's hot dogs whenever you want it. Instead of going into the replay, in my opinion, we should go to Bill's hot dogs. <laughs> no free ads. Uh, that is a reference, <laughs> reference to that guy did want his Bills hot dog. He did. And as we were leaving the game the other day, there was a station <laughs> just for us. I, I hope I Elliot found his Bills hot dog. Elliot, if you're out there, man, I hope you're still with us, first of all, and you did not pass on due to not being able to enjoy a Bills hot dog. I hope you had your hot dog this week at the game and you've settled down. All right, Kenny says. He's upset. I just read his comment. Who? Kenny. Uh, yeah. Oh, Kenny. Trust me. I have not begun to talk about the Cowboys yet. This was just filler to get us to 5 o'clock. We were kind of waiting on Ryan Jones. So I figured while we wait on Ryan, let's talk a little NFL. The Cowboys NFL discussions in hour three. That's coming up. So stay tuned. We're not getting back to college football. He says, who cares about the pros? Well, I do. And I care about America. I don't know about you, Kenny. So, therefore, I care about America's team, and we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about them, them boys. Ah, them cowboy! At least I'm not dumb like some cowboy fans. We're going to talk about that and also get to Jeremy Lewis when we return Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. We will go back inside the Delcor Players Lounge with Jeremy Lewis. We got to talk about the Joneses because they got some decisions to make. And I'm not just talking about jerry i'm talking about all the joneses you mean their whole front office because you want to get a big laugh take a look at who's running things in dallas now maybe it's coincidence because jones is a common name as somebody pointed out to me you know what i'll, I'll save it for the other side we'll talk about jerry steven charlotte and jerry jr how about them cowboys football is back dallas sucks and life is good back with jeremy lewis after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Hour 3. Coming up later on this hour, we'll hear from East Carolina wide receiver Isaiah Winstead. Also, uh, Jeremy Lewis in just a moment. We got a giveaway for you as well. We'll open up the booty bag. Rob on Facebook Live says, like and subscribe. It's free. Give the boys a bone. <laughs> hey, I've been a good doggy. Give us a bone. Give me a bone. Can what? I get a freaking bone here? <laughs> <laughs> Lob me a freaking bone. Bone. Smash the... Uh, it's a good bone. Good bunch. <laughs> it's a really good bone. It's a hard-nosed bunch. Uh, just throw us a freaking bone here. Throw us a freaking bone. Uh, like and subscribe, folks. Kenny... Look, man, I oh, Kenny. nothing against you. I, I just, I hated Dallas long before I knew you who you were, and I I, I got to do it. He says he might drive off the Washington Bridge. <laughs> Jesus. Kenny, come on. Come it's on, just man. week one. He said, what a bunch of fine. friggin' morons running the team. Friggin'. Now, that I can agree with you on, Kenny. Uh, but I do have to talk some Cowboys football at some point before we get out of here today. Uh, right now, we will go out to the Pit Electric live line. Pit Electric is your trusted electrical partner since 1981 and Eastern North Carolina's premier electrical contractor for the fa- past 40-plus years. Pit Electric is hiring. You can join the team. Go to pitelectric.com. Right now, we'll head out to that live line and continue on the Delcor Players Lounge. Earlier today, I talked to East Carolina in Jeremy Lewis. Let's hear that conversation right now. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line. Talk to East Carolina Russian Jeremy Lewis. He joins us today here on the Delcor Players Lounge on Pirate Radio Live. Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm good. Can't complain about yourself. Doing great, and uh, congrats on win number one of the 2022 season. Uh, how'd it feel to walk off the field Saturday night uh, a winner? Felt amazing, man. Trying to start. Trying to just get started, you know, start this win, start these wins, get these wins going, keep keep stacking them, keep stacking them. But it felt great, man. It's an amazing feeling. We heard a uh, pregame show. We were uh, we were talking to Billy Weaver. He was out uh, tailgating when the rain came down, and there was a lot of hooting and hollering going on. And he said somebody had just brought in a WWE championship belt. And then immediately after the game, we're watching here in the studio on uh, on ESPN Plus, and we see uh, the fan with the belt. And he passes it, I think, to Keaton Mitchell, and the team's celebrating with it. Uh, what, what's the story with the belt? Did you get your hands on that thing? No, I didn't even. I didn't get my hands on the belt. I didn't even see a belt. I seen some guy took a picture with it, but I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> but I didn't know nothing about the belt. But it, it, it was cool, though. I seen what it looked like. Yeah, always fun to celebrate a W. And uh, Jeremy, uh, you, you had talked in the past about you being up in the uh, nosebleeds watching uh, Keontae Anderson play and. Sure enough, I'm at the game Saturday. I see walking down the steps, uh, Keontae. Now he's watching you play. Uh, a pretty cool full circle moment there, right? Oh, yeah, it's real good. You know, I get to grow up, watch my brother play. And I know it's an unreal feeling for him. Now he gets to switch roles and watch me play. You know, 
feel his shoes and try to get them get them stats like he used to get back in the day. So it's an amazing feeling for both of us, man. I get to. I get to know that I'm out there balling and my big brother's watching me play. So that's a, that's a good feeling. That's really cool. Talking to Jeremy Lewis here on the Pit Electric Live line. Jeremy, the defense was swarming on uh, Saturday. How, how do you feel you guys played uh, against Old Dominion on Saturday? I mean, we we played pretty good, but we didn't play to like our best potential. You know, we gave up a lot of big plays. And we let one guy have over 200 yards, three touchdowns. And we can't have that going forward, you know. And we, we, we try to be the best defense in the nation, so we got to eliminate those mistakes. And, you know, if we eliminate those little mistakes, and the score could have been completely different, we feel like. So we just got to, you know, make sure we be, can't be perfect, but as close to perfect as possible. And we eliminate some of those busted coverages and, you know, missed tackles and stuff like that. And we would have been played way better, but we're just going to keep trying to get better day by day. Definitely stuff to clean up, but uh, also things to to be very excited about. And and Jeremy, how about the third down numbers? I bring it up with you guys every week. It was a huge stat last year. Uh, you had good numbers against NC State, despite giving up some third and longs. I know you talked about that last week. But how about one for eight, Old Dominion on third down on Saturday? Oh, yeah, one for eight. You know, that's what we're shooting for. Hopefully we can shut them out next time. But one for eight, that's pretty good numbers last year. You know, I think it was like top 15 on third down and we're only trying to get better and better, you know, this year. So keep keep that trend going, you know. If we can give up those 30 longs, then we'll be real good. But we keep that trend going, and we should be a real good defense. Other numbers uh, that really jump out at you, and the offense is responsible for part of this, but but the defense is responsible. It's 50-50. It's team football. 41-19 uh, to 19 time of possession advantage for East Carolina. And then how about the uh, the turnovers, winning the turnover battle? I know that's something you guys uh, probably talk about every week. Oh, yeah, we preach that every week. You know, uh, that time of possession was crazy. You know, try to get – we got a lot of three and outs. And yeah. Getting, getting the defense off the field, getting the offense on the field, the offense making plays, getting the third down, getting the fourth down and converting them. And that's big time, you know, keep them on the field, keep us, keep us like, healthy, keep us ready to go, keep us fresh. And they did that. And we was able to, you know, make some plays. But – a turnover battle, that's something we preach every day, you know, trying to get the ball out, get the ball out, do specific drills and practice, you know, and we came up big in that turnover battle and we won. I think it was 2-0, to zero, matter of fact. So yeah. It was big. Jeremy uh, Lewis joining us, uh, second leading tackler on Saturday with four, and then you get credited for a uh, a half a sack. Do you ever argue, Jeremy, with the stats people? Like, hey, that's, that's my full sack there. <laughs> nah, I try not. I try to stay away from that kind of stuff, man. I'm trying to, trying to just you know, be be better than I was. I mean, I, I, I probably was the second leader in tackles, but man, I feel like I could have played so much better. Could have been so much quicker. And I'm trying to turn those half sacks into full sacks. You know, some solo sacks. And you know, but no, nah, I don't really, I don't really pay too much attention to that stat chart. The numbers will take care of themselves uh, at the end of the year. Jeremy Lewis joining us, and uh, Jeremy, we got a great answer from Isaiah Winstead when we talked to him on Friday, and I asked, you know, how how tough is it to bounce back and go to that practice on Sunday after a tough loss? And he said, you know, if we'd have won the game against NC State, we'd have had to go to practice just like we did when we lost. So it, it doesn't matter, win or lose, you got to bounce back, you got to be ready to go. So what, is it, does it feel any different, though, coming off a win at that Sunday practice than uh, than coming off a loss like you had week one? Oh, yeah, most definitely. The air is much more smoother in the building when you come <laughs> off that win. You know, it's a lot of less tension in the building, you know, but 
everything. We st- we still going one hundred percent. Can't nothing change. You still got to practice all, all, after that loss just as well as you practice after that win. You're still conditioning, just conditioning stays the same. Intensity stays the same. You know, everybody got to stay mentally locked in, and we can't can't change up just because you win or lose. You can't like slow down. Or, you know, just because you won. I know if any team we play this year, we can lose to. That's how we feel like it. So we got to show up and give it all every day. And you got a team coming in now, Campbell. It'll be the first time the uh, Fighting Camels and Pirates uh, get together here in Greenville on the football field. And, and they're, they're like East Carolina's been all these years. They're going to have the chip on their shoulder. They're coming in here trying to pull an upset. So that's kind of a different mindset, uh, right, Jeremy? Uh, usually you like being the, the hunter and going out. Now you're the hunted with the with the target on your back. So uh, you gotta got to be playing with that this weekend. Yeah, we kind of felt like that this way versus Old Dominion. You know, they thought it was, they thought it was gonna come in. You know, and and you know, knock us off. And they, but we playing a real good Campbell team this week. They got a real solid quarterback. They got two twin towers at offensive tackle. So you know, they got a transfer, and from Wake Forest. So you know, I've been locking in on that. And quarterback's real good. We're athletic. You know, so we got to just stay mentally prepared. You know, stick to the game plan. Do what Coach tells us to do, and we're going to be successful. Jeremy Lewis joining us. Jeremy, you had a, a front row seat to uh, some offensive explosion there on Saturday. We, we saw another Keaton Mitchell highlight run, uh, 81 yards. Rajay got going with a, a couple of scores. So, uh, man, that had to be fun to watch on Saturday. Yeah, it was great to watch. Rajay probably had the best three yard run I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> two people missed. It was only three yards, and I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And Keaton is running fastest like I've ever seen 80 yards to the t- like he gets to the 10 yards and we just automatically think he's scoring yeah you get up and probably snap your helmet right like time to go back on defense right. let's go it's time to rock and then Jalen Johnson actually got going you know we've seen 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 the side of him that we've been seeing all summer all spring and it's finally showing up on the game field so it was nice to see those guys getting back to work you know holding battling through some injuries and he's still working still showing up every day so it was it was good seeing those guys get right. Harold Varner the third joined in on the celebration after the game. Uh, Jeremy, you ever uh, pick up golf clubs? You ever go golfing? No, I ain't, I've never been golfing before. A little putt putt, but I've been <laughs> golfing. <laughs> maybe maybe Harold can show you some tips next time he's around. Oh, yeah, I make sure I shake his hand whenever I see him. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Lewis joining us. Got Campbell coming in this week, 6 o'clock kickoff. Once again, our pregame coverage begins 2 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Jeremy, appreciate you joining us today, man. Uh, have a great week of practice, and uh, good luck this Saturday. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. All right, there is Jeremy Lewis joining us after the Pirate victory over Old Dominion here on the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor. We are right back at it this Saturday, 2 o'clock, Bud Light pregame tailgate. Looking forward to hanging out with you on a Saturday. We'll be with you after the game, late night on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Calling Show. I hate to look ahead, Clip, but we'll be doing the same next week for ECU versus Navy. 2 o'clock start for the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And then, obviously, after the show, uh, after the game, the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Calling Show. We're getting used to these 6 o'clockers and uh, – We'll see uh, what happens beyond that. We'll have the time of the South Florida kickoff coming up next Monday as they announce those a couple weeks in advance. Uh, Speaking of the fifth quarter, once again, locked and loaded. We had a ton of calls on Saturday night after East Carolina's victory over Old Dominion. And uh, the first week of the season, we had a call from a very pumped-up young man named Atticus 
who despite the loss was so optimistic so fired up and uh this week we had a a call from uh charlotte from someone named gustavo who i guess was a fan of atticus's call and uh he wanted to give his thoughts on things so shirley let's hear that from the uh fifth quarter the other night all right uh let's go next to gustavo in charlotte hello gustavo hey clip a uh, long time listener first time caller ecu graduate class of 96 here um big fan of the program thanks for having me on um hey last week i heard someone call in uh, why are you doing this really good point after the uh the UNC Raleigh game. They said uh, they said that Mike Houston had these boys rolling. Clip. He said some. He had these. He had the Pirates rolling. And uh, you know, I turn on. I flick on the television tonight. Me and the white Teresa here. And I'll be darned if that handsome, anonymous, charming gentleman. You know, I think he may have had a pointer three. And um, I just have a feeling that. The next time you hear from that charming, anonymous, handsome, could-be-anyone gentleman, the Pirates are going to be knuckle-deep in a winning streak. And I think that they're going to be marching their way, marching along to an American Athletic Conference championship game in Greenville, North Carolina, hosted by the Pirates of ECU, and they're going to go on to win that and play in a New Year's Six Bowl. And, uh, again, you know, first-time caller, a a little nervous here, but if, if I could leave you with a note, We've got to hold on to what we got. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We got each other, and that's a lot for love. We'll give it a shot. Oh, oh we're halfway there. there. Oh, this is not a prayer. All right. Oh, goodness. That is Gustavo in Charlotte <laughs> referring to Atticus in Charlotte's call. Atticus, Atticus, Atticus. Thank you, Gustavo. All right, uh, Gustavo. We'll see if we hear from him or Atticus or somebody else from Charlotte uh, coming up next week. Uh, interesting rendition of Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer there. I still don't understand the whispering to start it. But I don't know. Is it like the golf version of living on the prayer? Living on a prayer? He was saving the screaming, I guess, for the end. I don't know. He's approaching the <laughs> second hole. And just before he gets in his putt, we got a hold on. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I have know. no clue, but I, I did find it wildly entertaining. Also, um, how do we feel about the phrase knuckle deep? Ooh. Well, he wanted to go with a different phrase. I'm not a fan of he it. Is, uh, he is. He's toeing the line Maybe just we, a little. I think, I think we put that on the do not use list uh, moving forward. I agree. Makes me. Uh, I agree. Gives me the, the, the old heebie jeebies. Oh, heebie jeebies. And the old ick. <laughs> what? what? The ick. Oh, the oh. ick. Uh, Chandler, we have 17 more viewers, live viewers, than we do likes on YouTube. We have more viewers than likes. 17 more, to be exact. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to try to say this calmly. One moment, Folks, please. If you are tuning in right now and you have not yet smashed a like or smashed a sub, you're going to have bad luck happen to you in the next two days. Seven years bad luck happening in the you're next gonna two have, days. I hate, I, just, I hate to break this to you guys, but... You're going to have a whole week of bad luck if in the next five minutes 
I tell you what, I'll give you before the end of the show to like and subscribe on Facebook and or YouTube. Hell, not even or, both. Do it for both, guys. Please help us out. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, but please, we will appreciate you more if you smash the like and you smash the sub. We're not asking for money. No. This is for free, folks. We don't want your money. Take your money. Take your dollar bills out of your pocket. Throw them in the fire for all I care. Don't want it. Have no interest. It's the root of all evil. But you know what's not the root of all evil? You know what's uh, the root of all good in this world? Likes. Subscribes. <laughs> that is all we're asking for. Like Just, we go home yeah. each and every day every knowing day. people like not just say they like it. Like, I like it. We want to see you physically like our program. Like, like our show. Yeah. And it makes it, it really does. Like, there was one day we only had like three likes on Facebook. I literally cried all the way home. Yeah. I cried, folks. I cried. So, if you want to help us out in our mental state. Yeah. And let us drive home happy. Happy as a bird. Flying through the wind. Do It's simple. He's probably like, oh, people are like, Oh, he's going to ask us to run a 5K, or he's going to make us write an essay. No, I'm not making you do any of that. What I'm asking you to do is do one simple thing, like, subscribe, smash it. It's one of the easiest things you can do in life. Do you have a mouse? Do you have a touch screen? Just hit the thumb. Hit that thumb. That's all you got to do. You can use your thumb. You can use your pointer finger. You can use the middle, the ring, the pinky. You know what I'm about to do right You can now? use a knuck. You can go knuck deep in that light. Sorry, I said I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I've been banned. Uh, you know what I'm going to do right now? Because, you know, I hate someone that preaches something and they don't even do it. Are you a practice what you preacher? Well, I'm about to. I just realized I haven't liked it. So I'm going to like. All right. Liked it on Facebook. About to go like on YouTube. Come on, folks. Drew says, <laughs> uh, Rob says he feels called out. He said he liked it. Thank you, Rob. Drew says smashing. Uh, he also said maybe Coach Connors could motivate us to smash the like. Uh, we're here with our listeners on Pirate Radio, and what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to smash the like and smash the subscription on YouTube. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to do 20 likers. Ready, go. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate that. Uh, Mike P says, are you guys excited about the Manning cast coming back? Yes. Smash the like on the return of the Manning cast. Smash We're the smashing like on that, that like. I, uh, I'm legitimately pumped up for it. Yes, I'm glad that they're back. Uh, they will not be there for every single game, but very excited for them to at least be back for a few games this year. They are very entertaining. I think they're better than, uh, well, the crew from last year. But this year, it is the debut Oh. Of Joe Buck. Oh. And Troy Aikman. Forgot about that. So I might have to tune into that for a little bit. To I see. will not. Okay. And uh, just to kind of hear their voices on ESPN. No, it's going to be weird. You. Okay. Uh, but I will be tuned I in. I will not. Uh, you, you, you're not going to be tuned into the Manning cast? I am all Manning cast. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to be tuned unless, in. Unless Troy Aikman talks about last night's Cowboys game for three hours straight. And then I would tune in. I saw some props. I don't know where you can bet on this dumb stuff. I just got an email about it. Um, you get emails about prop bets? I do. That's cool. Uh, it says, 
Uh, Will Eli mentioned the near shutout in Super Bowl. Hmm. I should have practiced my numerals. Roman numerals. Is that 48? I think he's talking about the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl. Uh, it says, well, Eli mentioned the shutout. When will a highlight of that sh- uh, Super Bowl be shown? First quarter, second quarter, second half. They're definitely showing the uh, snap over Peyton's head in that Super Bowl. What will happen first? A guest is censored for language or Eli makes fun of Peyton's forehead? The minus money is forehead. Who will be the first guest, an athlete or a non-athlete? Athlete, minus money. Will a current NFL player be a guest? Both uh, yes and no or minus 120. I say yes. I say yes. On that one. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. As we do, Shirley, let's open up the uh, booty bag here on a Monday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Man, Dylan asked, do we like the Seahawks plus six and a half tonight? I hate to be a square, Dylan, but I am high on the Broncos this year. Maybe Seahawks first half, Denver game. Seahawks come out excited. I just don't trust Geno Smith. I just, I like the Broncos this year. Maybe I'm too high on them, but I am scared to take Seattle tonight. It would be a ballsy move, Dylan. I'll give you that, but I can't co-sign on it. Seahawks first half, maybe. Denver full game. All right, let's uh, open up the booty bag, Shirley. What are we giving away today? A $10 gift card to Familia. All right, caller number nine. Caller nine, 317-1250. When we return, we'll talk to Isaiah Winstead. Big game against Old Dominion. We'll recap it with the pirate receiver inside the player's lounge after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at ECU for more than 35 years and are the official uh, team physicians for ECU. They provide a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Susan Deans, who picked up uh, the $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food, whether it's great New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parmesan, or the delicious homemade desserts. Familia is a winning play every time for dine-in or takeout. Make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, Susan Deans uh, was at the Panthers game yesterday with a Fire Matt Rule sign. She has a prediction also. What's that? She thinks that Matt Rule will be gone by week five. All right. Mm. She's been on the warpath on that one. She was so giddy when I was talking to her on the phone. She's like, "I'm, he's one. We're one step closer to firing Matt Rule." So <laughs> she's actually like the only Panther fan in that stadium yesterday that was actually cheering. Probably. No, she's still cheering <laughs> for the team. <laughs> I but, know. I know. Uh, yeah, not a great opener for the Panthers. I just saw this. Uh, Adam Sandler is coming to Greenville. Is he really South Carolina? Oh. 
Sorry. What does that Don't mean? Don't play with my emotions. He is coming to Raleigh, PNC Arena, November 13th. So that's, uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard? His, Wait, like, what, what date was that again? Uh, November. Oh. Adam Sandler. Isaiah Winstead, you ever watched any Adam Sandler movies? Yeah. What's your favorite? Are you Probably Longest Shot. All right. There you go. What do you like, Chandler? Uh, you like the uh, Billy Madison, right? I like that like, one. I would go Happy Gilmore, I, probably. Happy Gilmore's mine. What's that? The movie Click. I have not seen oh, Click yeah. because, I honestly, I thought about watching it, but I heard it's, like, sad. And I won't, it does get sad I, I, I won't feel in that at the time, so I didn't see it's it. It's funny, though. Okay. At you the, recommend it? Yeah. All right. And it's a little... A little sad. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, there you go. There's our Adam Sandler talk for this uh, Monday. Isaiah Winstead joins us here in the Pirate Radio studio. Six catches against NC State. Followed that up with five for 89. Next thing on the list is to, to get in the end zone, Isaiah, but you've done everything but that at this point. Uh, another good game. Uh, big numbers on Saturday. How you how you feel after that performance? I feel good. Whatever. You know, to help the team win, that's what I'm going to do. You got a lot of credit for uh, – the big run by Keaton Mitchell out there blocking. And you've said it in here before, like you take pride in that, right? So when you're out there leading the way for Keaton, uh, big play, sprung him. Uh, that's got to make you feel good, too, to see that on tape. I know a lot of Pirate fans saw that on Saturday. Yeah, because I had definitely I had missed a couple uh, um, in the previous, in the beginning of the first half. I had missed a couple blocks. And, you know, I told him, like, I got you. Like, just keep running hard. You know, I got you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you right. So... He just trusted me, and I got him right. And we've enjoyed seeing you these first couple weeks, Isaiah, but you seem like a complete wide receiver. We talked about the blocking. You go downfield. You've caught some shorter routes. They tried to hit you on a screen uh, the other night. I saw so, like, you want all that on film for people to see and for you to, to help the team win. You can really do it all out there, right? I feel like I can. I what, feel like I can. You have a preference? Do you like to just go? And get it? Do you like the screen? Like, what's your what's your favorite play call that you're involved in? Uh, I do like the ball downfield, but I also like to show that you know I'm not just a possession receiver. Like, I can do stuff in the open field too. So you know, I would say it goes hand in hand because you know you would expect somebody big to be able to make those type of plays. Right. But like the infield plays, like open field, you wouldn't expect that. Talking to Isaiah Winstead, uh, some crazy numbers uh, from the game. And, again, this is uh, complimentary football offense and defense. You guys ran 86 offensive plays the other night. Old Dominion ran 44. So you about you uh, doubled them up there pretty much. ECU had 30 first downs. Old Dominion had 12. Time of possession, 41 to 19. Like, are you aware of that, like, while you're in the game? Do you know that was going on? During the game, no. We were just playing. But afterwards, our coach had told us, like, you know, we had like a dominant performance, like because with time of possession. So like once he told us that, then I was aware of that. But during the game, we just playing. Great numbers there. Third down, you guys are ten of nineteen. Is that a good number? I mean, you're uh, over fifty percent. Do y'all set a goal? Like Holden said, yeah, we want to get all of them. But is there a, per- a certain percentage you want to get on third down? I mean, I would guess all of them. Like, a hundred percent, eighty percent. But yeah. I mean, but that is a good statistic. Yeah. Though, so. And then your defense, one of nine for Old Dominion. That's back-to-back weeks. They've been great on third down. They were putting you guys back on the field pretty quick. Even Old Dominion scoring drives, there weren't many, but they were quick ones. But a lot of three and outs, a lot of your defense getting off the field, uh, letting you guys go to work out there. Yeah, they definitely been showing up. We just got to you know keep working, put points on the ball for them. 
what was uh sunday's practice like isaiah anything from saturday you, your team talked about cleaning up on the offensive side uh basically like the plays that we missed like you know mental errors blocking whatever the case may be seeing the signals or anything we gotta we just gotta clean it up and that from that standpoint and you know like the uh too deep just keep going and keep working like you know because you never know when your name gonna get called kind of crazy that josiah hatfield gets added back into the mix this week so you've already got all those guys on the outside uh inside tight ends running backs just another weapon to add to the arsenal and, and man it's got to be a nightmare for these uh these defensive coordinators trying to prepare for you because cj only had one catch this week he had six week one you know he's going to bounce back with a big game so jalen with nine how about jalen having his coming out party you just never know who's going to click yeah i told y'all i told y'all jalen was nice you did i told y'all <laughs> you called that one nine for 90 plus uh for jalen johnson the other night as uh holt Naylor was finding him and part of that might be extra attention to you or extra attention to ryan or cj right like whoever has that one-on-one matchup is gonna win it and it was Jalen the other night yeah definitely isaiah winstead joining us in the pirate radio studios did you see the uh did you get your hands on the championship belt after the game what was that all about no nobody seems to know what it was <laughs> i got i need to find pictures of it it no. was uh I know Keaton Mitchell had it, and somebody said Ryan Stubblefield had his hands on it. Somebody had like tossed a championship belt down to the team. I didn't so. even see that. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. What y'all even talking about right now? <laughs> I gotta find a picture of it. These guys aren't even aware of it. Uh, do we have pictures of it, Chandler, on our site? Well, I did see this. How about Harold Varner the uh, Third partying in the locker room? <laughs> what was that celebration like? Yeah, he was. He was tight. <laughs> <laughs> you ever uh, played golf before? Nah. Let's hear this real quick. (laughs) Harold Varner the third uh, hanging out in the locker room, getting the team pumped up after a win. And I say I heard uh, there was a, a little bit of talking going on. Um, I also heard that Mike Houston, somebody was talking to Mike Houston before the game, one of the players on that side. Uh, maybe a number 13, who uh, I don't know, but uh, how about for you? Was any back and forth the other night going yeah, on? Yeah, he definitely was talking. He was talking all game. They had people on the sidelines talking, but, you know, when you're talking like that, you, you're you not prepared. You're just trying to get us out of our game because they know what we're going to do. So we weren't really paying too much attention to that yeah and we're kind of fascinated when you make a big play and you get up and you just kind of like nod like yeah mm. that's what i do <laughs> yeah i mean is that what it is like yeah i'm older i'm a vet yeah you know i just really be soaking in the uh the crowd and stuff like that you know so it wasn't fifty-one thousand the other night but chandler and i went for a couple of quarters it was uh the people that were there were into it it was, it was still a good atmosphere what'd you think of the crowd the other night it was good. They always, no matter how many people there, from what I've seen these past two games, like they're always still involved, regardless. Like, you know, it was raining out there. they still out there. And, you know, they always involved, singing a little song when they come on, all that <laughs> stuff. So, you know. So you're focused on the game, but you still kind of recognize it's happening yeah. around you. Yeah. And uh, it's got to fire you guys up too, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely adds more fuel to the fire. Uh, talking to Isaiah Winstead here, Delcor Players Lounge. You gave a great answer Friday, Isaiah, when I asked you how tough it is to bounce back 
uh, after a loss and you said we got to show up to practice if we win or lose regardless so it is one way or the other we're going to be there on sunday you might as well get out there with the right mindset so i don't know any did it feel any different yesterday after the win as opposed to the previous week going out to sunday practice or you know is it all the same for you um of course it felt a little different because you know you either win and lose but other than that as far as like preparation wise no because it's the next week you on we on the camel now yeah so, have you uh taken a look at the camels anything uh their defense yet uh not that much i literally just left a meeting like that was talking about that to um get here and stuff like that so but my coach gonna send me all the extra notes that i missed and stuff like that so they're they're one and one on the year just like east carolina did you see all the uh the crazy scores from saturday especially in the Sun Belt, the conference that odu's in you had App State being A and M, Marshall beat Notre Dame, Nebraska and lost. Nebraska lost to Georgia Southern. So it happens every week. You know this as a vet now, playing all the games and seeing all these games. But uh, it can happen to anybody, right? Definitely can. And 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 kudos to you guys for not letting it happen on your home field. Isaiah, you said you're going to play regardless. You don't really care. You you would uh, I think you said you would appreciate a noon game more so than a night game. But you got two more night games coming up. <laughs> It was announced earlier today. Navy's at six o'clock. Yeah, so I don't think we got any more noon games. Yeah, well, six, four, and like eight. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati, and I think BYU might be eight. Too. Those are two Friday night eight o'clock games. Yeah. So uh, Friday night lights for you guys later in the year. Uh, so people want to watch the Pirates. I guess why the that's why it's on later. You yeah, guys are it got its pros and its cons though. because yeah. like even though you want to play so fast, but like you know you get a good night's nice rest and you ain't got to get right up and play and stuff like that. You can have time to relax and get right and stuff like that too so isaiah winstead joining us here in the pie radio studios isaiah uh, we'll let you uh get back to work appreciate you joining us man good luck uh on saturday we'll check in with you again next week yes sir appreciate you having me all right two big games from isaiah winstead to start the 2022 season and the pirates getting ready for campbell we'll be with you two o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate on Saturday and after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. We'll take a timeout, come back, have more for you. I finally get to talk about the Cowboys losing last night. Can't wait to do that when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, are creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live on a Players Lounge Monday, a Victory Monday. 
Great to chat with uh, Isaiah Winstead, Jeremy Lewis, Miles Berry, Xavier Smith, Rajay Harris, and Holton Ehlers on today's show. We'll serve that up to you in podcast form coming up Tuesday at 6 o'clock. I just sent you guys a text. Did y'all receive that? Because I want to... um, I just saw something last night, and I want to go over something. Did y'all receive the uh, words that I sent to you? Okay. Um, Got them. If we could just kind of, if y'all could alternate, and we'll run down this list. I just found it interesting. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys are 0-1 after losing to... (laughs) losing to the bucks last night let me pull up this tweet too because i uh every when i do my own research you know it's one thing to just find something from somebody else but i put in the work last night i did my own research uh the cowboys only team not to score a touchdown on sunday uh they were outscored by uh every nfl team they were also outscored by over half of the major league baseball teams so real quick i'm just going to run down the list If, if the cowboys decided to play baseball yesterday Using their scoring system, they still would have lost to your Nationals, Chandler, the Phillies, the Giants, the Cardinals, Rays, Yankees, Mets, Reds, Brewers, Angels, Astros, Guardians, Royals, Diamondbacks, Rockies, A's, Braves, Mariners, Dodgers. All those teams scored more than three runs on Sunday. Just wanted to point that out. Stat to consider is all. Stat to consider. I'm just having, Stat to consider. Just having a little fun here. Um, but look, Dax hurt trouble brewing but fear not cowboys fans because you've got the people in charge that are going to get this done and let's talk about who those people are so if y'all could just kind of run through name a position title and i'll tell you who's in charge over at dallas ceo ceo great uh great question chandler that would be stephen jones Okay, that name, that last name sounds familiar. Stephen Jones is the uh, the CEO, COO, Chief Sales Officer. Chief Sales Officer, that is Jerry Jones Jr. So we've had Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones Jr. All right, let's go. Executive Vice President One. Uh, that would be Charlotte Jones. Charlotte Jones is her name. Uh, Executive Vice President One. There are two others chief marketing officer chief marketing officer that would be jerry jones jr jerry jones jr the same one as yeah yep same one executive vice president let's jump to three uh jerry jones jr gm uh that would be jerry jones owner senior uh, owner also jerry jones owner and the gm president uh that would be jerry jones Jerry Jones is the president of the Cowboys. Executive vice president number two. Oh, that would be Stephen Jones. Stephen Jones, number two. Yeah. And director of player personnel. Oh, that also would be Stephen Jones. <laughs> oh, is, that, uh, is that everything? Uh, 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 do we hit chief, chief brand officer? Uh, no, we did not. Oh, no. That, that would be Charlotte Jones. Oh, my. The family. All you have to do family. is have a DNA test proved that you are Jer- except that one that can't get any money from him <laughs> that's not my daughter all you got to do is be a jones and you can keep up with the joneses in big d that is disgusting if i'm a cowboys fan this is worse than i don't know i can't believe i'm saying this is this worse than dan snyder and his owners it can't no, be. it can't be no. this is creepier this is like the damn monarchy they got over there they do 
It is. The queen dies. Uh, I mean, God forbid, when Jerry Jones passes away, it's going to go to his son. It's going to go to Stephen Jones. It's not going to go to Junior? I don't know if it's going to go to Junior. What if it goes to Charlotte? It's like a Game of Thrones type thing. Who takes over the throne? They need to have a reality show because you know there's a lot of bickering between the siblings. I went to uh, the Cowboys fan forum after the game because I that's one of my favorite hobbies after a loss. And they were saying the only way this is fixed is like he's got to get canceled. A sex scandal. Something. Because he's not going to sell the team. And when he dies, he's going to hand it over to Steven or Charlotte or Jerry Jr. And then they're going to have – they have kids, I'm sure. It's going to get passed down to them. And forever – I mean, glory hole days are gone, Jerry. I want me. I want me some glory hole. I know And there it was. Glory hole. I did say that they thought about putting Dak's hand in the glory hole and see what happens. <laughs> Maybe it magically heals up. Yeah. Have we talked about the doctor they have? Is he a part of the Jones family? Dude. The doctor looking at Dak come on here, the sideline. Hey, boy. Hey, come here, son. He's got a cowboy hat on. I think they examined Dak's hand, and, and he went to the the coach and said, Mike, uh, man, we got to put Dak down. We, <laughs> we got we to put him down. I don't think he's going to recover from this. Somebody said that... Uh, he just diagnoses the injury by looking into the player's eyes and seeing if they have the fear of God in them. <laughs> oh, what a what an outfit. What a clan. The Jones clan just running things there. That is hilarious. And they've been doing it for years, though, right? Like, this isn't new. Steven. Steven is the director of player personnel. Jerry's the GM and the president and the owner. The other Jerry is a vp along with charlotte <laughs> hey good luck cowboys fans this is who's running your team the at least, joneses at least brian bailey's not done like some cowboys fans no nah, he's smart he's an intelligent cowboys fan i tell you what bailey did before i could get in here and it's rag on him it's a statistic you can look at he went right to ragging on himself which is a great strategy i do that myself i'm stupid and everybody else is smart uh kenny added an- another title he said uh the real the actual head coach of the cowboys jerry jones How about them cowboys? Yeah! no don't play that he is not in the ring of honor surely because jerry doesn't like him jimmy johnson sucks he is not in the ring of honor meet or you suck uh so there you go I suck i just suck <laughs> <laughs> this is great the Cowboys are 1-0, but help is on the way I suck. in the form of Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, Charlotte Jones, Jerry Jones Jr., Mike Jones. Dumbass. I'm Pac-Man Jones. Adam Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> what Jones can save this? Jesus Jones. Jay Jones. Jesus Jones. Robert Jones. Robert Jones. Why isn't Robert involved? He won Super Bowls with the Cowboys. Call him up. You have a point there, sir. They used to have running back Julius Jones, who was a brother of Thomas Jones. There was another running back. I want me some glory hole. And there it was. Glory hole. Glory hole, baby. <laughs> Cowboys suck, and it is awesome. God is so good. If you see a dumb Cowboys fan out there in public, I'm not dumb like some Cowboys. You let them know how much they suck and how they scored three points 
how they were outscored by all the major league baseball to a 45 year old and how all of their the all the people that are in charge of fixing this all look the same white decrepit joneses <laughs> and there's no hope you have no hope this is your future <laughs> them crazy white folk for the rest of your life the joneses are in charge baby and they are running the ship in jerry world it could be steven world in a few years or charlotte world or junior world love them joneses and i love y'all we'll see you tuesday three o'clock on pirate radio live thanks to the players for joining us on the players lounge today shirley rhodes chan man big dog cj the crew here at pirate radio we'll talk to you tuesday at three so long everybody Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.